In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! What is world.com? I think that every race is a-okay. We all have something to be proud of. Except white people. <laughs> I like every country the same. Even the ones where my own music's not allowed in. Or the ones that want to bomb us. Women are as smart as me and you. No, no, it's true. They could be president of this country. I mean, who cares? There's already a black. I love minorities. Especially people that get around in wheelchairs. That's hard. I love everyone in the world. Because no one is different than no one. Everyone's fucking like someone. And if you feel like I do, then take my hand and touch my balls and sing along this fucking song. the absurd with the true don't do it. so if you hate racist humor get your pooper up and sing this
his wife did it. <clears throat> I love minorities. Known as the Slamborghini. He's not in any corner. Where the fuck is he? He's not in any any uh, fucking corner. Still hunting boar, I guess. I hope he no ended up like the point. grizzly man. <laughs> I'm gonna make a, a mockumentary called The Boarly Man, where he just decides to like he fucking he's like fucking sick of uh, Robin Slim. He just decides to live with like a pack of uh, winter boars, and they just fucking tusk rape him and, and eat everything except like his uh, his hand. Like he's got a wrist and a hand <laughs> holding his iPhone, and then like the cops bring you in a Ziploc the hand and the iPhone, and the only way you could. Uh, Identify it is by jamming the the whole hand up your asshole and jerking off. Right, and, that's uh, what I'm used to. The only way yeah. to tell. And then we like interview like a town kid, and he's like, I, I think he was retarded or something. <laughs> that's that sounds that's poorly, man. That sounds it's better than gonna happen. Man. It's gonna happen. I had a whole bunch of questions to ask him. I, I wanted to know what the fuck. What what what, what would, he, would he stay down there? We should just call him. We just call him. He fucking yeah. said at six in the morning he was stuck in D.C. Yeah, yeah. And then he said he, he needed said DC sleep. DC is a shit show. And then he said he he slamboed a boar. So I thought that fucking man he <laughs> raped it or something. I don't. Well, he sent me a picture of him. Uh, you know, doing doing the slamboing uh, a boar. Slamboing a boar. Yeah, he, like, he's got his balls dick deep? out. Okay. And, uh, let me upload it to Facebook uh, uh, real quick here so I show everybody. Uh, Facebook has been a real piece um, of shit all day. I, I couldn't even. It took me forever to just pin on uh, the show page. Pin today's like lineup and link and shit right. to the top. It's been fucking terrible. I had to refresh it like 20 times just to get to show anything. They're fucking. They're terrible. And they're searched. They fucking. I don't know if on the phone. Because my phone on the way home last week, I, I've always in the car had it in my back pocket. And for some reason. That night, it decided to crack the screen, and I can't even, like, do anything. Like, it, it screwed up the whatever movie shit. in your back pocket, you said? Yeah, in the car. I've never right. not... I won't, like, sit on a, a bench or a chair with it like that, but I figured in the car it was... that I did it a million times, so it, it, I got a, a buddy, so he's going to replace the screen. Uh, I just got to order it. Awesome. So I'm going to do that, and I'm also going to try to get him on, because I think originally he said, because he started the podcast like a few months ago, and he's been okay. uh, always tweeting out uh, how cool we are and shit like that, but um, I think originally when he started it, I think he usually does work like Wednesday nights, so, but I will, I'll try again to get him on, he's a cool dude, he does like, a, I think a video game or nerd type podcast, but right. he's That's an cool, right dude, what uh. Oh, you, right. oh yeah, you're I'm doing a, the I'm picture. I thought you were yeah, uh, yeah, no, 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 dialing Slambo. Uh, I'm going to do that, too. But right now I should have did it on the show last week because I talked about that tooth that had the little thing that chipped, right? The, the right. piece that, like, I just, the second day, I just ripped it out. I, I was like, all right, maybe it's going to bleed a little and nothing. I just fucking pulled it out. But then, did I talk about the other tooth, the one that started? No, I don't yeah, think shitty. you I don't the know other if one. I mentioned it because that when that little thing cracked and was uncomfortable, I was like, all right, I'll eat on the other side. And then right. it just hurt a little bit. A little bit that day on and off and nothing bad and then, but then even the show it wasn't bad whole way home wasn't bad and i laid down to go to bed and then like closed my mouth like and the teeth the other side the one that was hurting a little bit touched the one on top and it was just excruciating and i couldn't fucking sleep and it was a tooth that had a root canal years ago uh like three or four fucking years ago and uh there's an old dentist i went to and it's the third root canal that they've done that's gone bad Oh, wow. I had one from like eight on yeah, I'd say at least seven or eight years ago on the top by a little dentist in West Virginia, and that one's never had a fucking issue. Never had an issue. It's been fucking perfect. The guy wasn't even like 
the guy was like, I think a little nervous about doing it because he didn't like to do top. He said it was a lot harder to do a top one than a bottom one. I guess because I think the way that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And uh, he did great, and it's never ever had a problem. All three from that other asshole <laughs> I used to go to has been a, a fucking problem. So you going um, to a new new? Oh yeah, show? I've been going to a new one for like a year or so now, and he's been doing the other. He, like he. Like, he's the one I said he'll yell at you a little bit, but he's a great dentist. Like, the motherfucker cares uh, a little too much. But, yeah, he's a great dentist. Like I said, like, uh, where the other dentist that I went to, like, never said, like, certain things to do. This guy's like, you need to be doing these fucking things and and your teeth will be okay. And uh, and I've been, and he's, he's always saying my shit looks better and blah, blah, blah. Um, what was I going to say, though? Um, oh, yeah, like that other asshole besides the one that did the... Uh, the root canals that have gone bad, like this motherfucker had did fillings. And when I went to this guy, he thought the fillings were so old and they weren't even that old. Like he thought I let them go bad, like the fillings. Right. It's like, you're not even taking care. Your fillings are fucked up. The fillings had only been a few months old at that point. And oh, wow. he redid all the fucking fillings because the guy didn't go deep enough with the fillings. This fucking asshole. Yeah, what a, a dick, man. Like, you can't... It's, a whole, it's a huge practice too. It's a huge fucking practice. Can you sue them or anything I, or not? I, I would... Definitely be looking into it, because like I said, this is the third. The yeah, third one. that feels like you're just getting fucked over. What the fuck are they doing? What the fuck are they doing? Like, uh, how are they still around if they're yeah. that bad? Um, so, yeah. So, uh, you gotta go it? So, on, uh, nah. Yeah, so that, that fucking hurt like a motherfucker. Um, the next day, I did go into work for like four hours, and I was like, finally, after four hours, I was like, I gotta go. You know, I got this thing going on. I went to my dentist. They took an x-ray, and they were like, yeah, it's got a infection, abscess and all. So they were like, you could do two things, and I, mm, I guess the next time if it's fucking gnarly again, if it ever gives me shit again, I'll, I'll get it pulled. But I, I said, yeah, I'll try. They give me a specialist because they're uh, they have a great uh, root canal dentist that comes and does them, uh, but on a second root canal, it's like super fucking uh, in in whatever. I don't know extensive or some shit like it's gotta be under a microscope they have to clear out all the other shit from the other one and redo it so I like most uh, most don't do it most regular dentists don't do a second one you gotta go to a specialist cause like I said microscopes and blah 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 and, uh, right so I went there and they they fucking uh, yeah they said yeah we could say this thing and they they were like uh, we'll put it through to your insurance try to get it uh, approved but call Maybe they could do it a little faster. So I called, and they were like, yeah, it usually takes like 10 days. They want to do it for this Friday, and 10 or 12 days was longer than that. I was like, I'm in a lot of pain. I haven't slept for two nights. Can you? Is there any way you could uh, have the decision made any faster? And they were like, yeah, well, uh, yeah, they, uh, whatever. I forget what the, escalated it because I was in pain. Right. And they were like, you'll hear in like three days, tops. and Or you'll hear in three days. And so I figured I'd just call today and see what, the, what was going on with it because that was like Monday when I called. And the next morning, like early in the morning, the lady from there called and she's like, it's approved. I was like, thank cool. you. That was really cool. Really So by cool. Friday, you're going to get the other? Yeah. Friday going. I was so fucking bad. So bad. Fucking, uh, yeah, two nights didn't sleep in there for a day and it swelled up again and it fucking popped. And it wasn't even like, usually when they pop, it's pus and fucking blood. This was just straight fucking blood. Oh, wow. Just fucking straight ass blood. It was great. I remember your last one with all the uh, pus. Yeah. That's fucking <laughs> they great. They had a picture of you holding on. Uh, oh, that was like a, a spit, though. The... That was oh, just okay. gauze with the spit on it, though. Right. That was uh, that had already drained at that, that time, too. Mm. But, uh, 
What the fuck did you? Uh, I couldn't or? get the picture to upload. I don't know if it's something on my phone, but oh. I tried. But did you so save it to your phone and track. then try to post it? Yeah, yeah, but like it comes up as like uh just like one of those pictures with like the caution sign or whatever. Uh, so it's, oh, you know, like a no ghost. He probably sign. sent you a virus. Your phone's probably gonna probably, fucking probably did. Has a boar virus now. Like a boar, a slayer boar flu. <laughs> boar flu. Call this asshole. Yeah. Let's see where the fuck he is. Can't do a show. I had all Slambo Sings. You're going to have to do Slambo Sings. I'm going to have to. I don't know. It's a weird fucking song, too. Starboy. It's so weird. Like, I don't even understand what the fuck they're saying in it. Like, the one or two lines make sense. And then it's like, what? What are you talking about, dickhole? We're going to get the official You've reached Peter Morrow Gentile uh, voice greeting. He's not going to answer. I don't know what number it comes up. I don't up know at. what's wrong with him. It doesn't even matter. Just answer your phone. <laughs> One button. One button. Hello. You have reached the cell oh. phone of Peter Morrow. Jack Text him and Jr. tell him to call the show. I answer the phone Junior. Right Junior. And your number. It's a Slambo Junior. Yeah. You as soon as possible. Thank you. Have a nice day. All right. I just talked to him to call us. Well, you gotta leave a message. Please record your message. Leave a message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Slambo, why why won't you even answer our calls, bro? We don't know. We we someone's ready to fire you. That's all yeah, I gotta say. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. Um, Two weeks, you were only cleared for one, and uh, we need an update. We need a Slambo update. We I just figured you stayed in like the boar huts of uh, Swadalahara. That or a boar but, killed you. Or, or yeah, we, we thought, uh... You got you grizzly got... man. Grizzly man. This is the, the audio of it. <laughs> Sounds hot. So, uh, I don't know why you exploded, but that was sweet. But just give us a call, Slambo. We need to, uh, we need, we need to, uh... We need a note. We're going to need a note at this point mm. from a doctor or a lawyer right. or a judge or a bore. <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, I have a lot of questions I need to know answers to. Call us. All right. I have a whole bunch of fucking questions. I know. This is so upsetting. I wanted to know. I mean, it's, it's well, very exciting shit. that he went I even brought him uh, something. Uh, the mailman dropped to fuck this package up, so I brought him a, a fucking Deadpool poster <laughs> to make up for it. Jerk off! How what? How what an ungrateful son of a bitch! Right. I can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe this fucker. God damn it! I wonder if he saw a uh, a Brett Myers uh, concert when he was down there, because he's in Florida. Oh. I have so many questions. So many questions for Slambo. Yeah, we got he Brett better. Myers back on the show tonight. Major league pitcher, That's awesome. musician. We got a uh, Twisted Philly podcast. This fucking podcast is great. Check that out. Cool. Got um Spicoli from Spicoli TV. We got a uh, couple guys. Couple guys. What are their names? Uh, uh, Dave and Jerry, I think. Dave and Jerry from Bad Cop, Bad Cop Podcast. They're fucking funny. And we got the magician. What's his name again? Mike? Michael. Uh, Mike Slo Sloves. Sloves. Mike Sloves. Michael Sloves. He's going to be in live. Yes. Gonna be in live. Which we need Slambo to be here because I thought he was gonna like make Slambo disappear, or maybe, maybe Slambo's not here yet because the magician's gonna get here and make Slambo appear. Yeah, that's that's, that's what's gay. gonna happen. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. What uh, what have you done over the past week? 
Nothing. I, I um been listening to a lot of music because I usually don't listen to music, so I'm exploring. Like, uh, what's that? Exploring uh, different things. What the fuck? Uh, what is that shit? Ah, uh, fuck. What is it? I gotta Google. I gotta Google. Um, Gypsy Bard. Heard. Have you been listening to Gypsy Bard? No, no, I've never what? heard of Gypsy Bard. No, it's brony uh, shit. <laughs> okay, no. We'll look up some Gypsy Bard. I'm gonna right? have Gypsy. to. Hold on, I gotta send the Slamborghini our um, phone number. The other thing. Um, yeah. Oh, and I forgot last week, and I will bring it up, and uh, we'll look it up. It's that well, that movie that I thought was The Wall and me, Preston. It's called The Great Wall. How did I forget? How did I confuse oh, okay. that? It's called the Great Wall. What, what just... is this brawny thing? I, I need to. Uh, Gypsy, Gypsy Bar. G Y P S Y, B A R D. Here we go. There's so many. Here's Living Tombstone. There's Pinkie Pie. What, oh, take your right. fucking pick. Do Pinkie Pink, Pie. Pinkie I mean, Pie. A, there's flip notes. There's piano. <laughs> yeah, we're going Pinkie Pie. All right. It's, a, it's extended, unofficial, and fan made. What a shock. What uh? I don't know if it's one band or if it's a bunch of, bunch of your buddies that do this. I don't know. I don't fucking understand. A lot of. I've did you give him the phone this. number? I did. I just texted to him. Of course, it's an ad for uh, fucking sci-fi. Prepare to be spellbound. Smart, sexy, magic. And there was like something with curly horns. This slambo's boar fucker. Magicians. Ooh, the magicians tonight. Don't fucking watch that shit. Listen to us. Yeah. It's Gypsy Bard. Oh, this is hot. It's pretty, uh... Yeah. Pretty true. Yeah, I like this. I hope this words. Uh. Is this what you've been listening yeah, to? I, yes, yes, absolutely. You got no, me. No, what were you listening to? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Can we book whoever the fuck this is? Fuck yeah. Orphan souls? I think it said orphan souls, yeah. Bungle all your bangles. What does that even mean? Oh, we got a phone call. Robin Slim Show. Yeah. Wow. You're alive. We thought you were killed by boars, Slambo. Nah, I've been the Fuck yeah. Did you go to like a little crafts area where you like, I, I fully expect you when you come in to be covered in like uh, a little blood and like uh, a cowl. Like you're wearing the fucking <laughs> boar head and like a little bit oh. of the skin on you. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll stop by with the boar head later. Do you have the head? Do you have the, like a, a loincloth and like a, a, a tusk on a, on a little sash? Like you can oh, hold that no, out. I'm working on it, baby. Okay. We're taking the boar head and we're, we're, we're gonna strip the flesh off of it. It'll, it should be ready. Cool, <laughs> cool. Uh, I got the meat. We're barbecuing the meat. I just gotta. T- I I just have to take a nap because I've been dropping twenty-one oh. hours. Don't take a dirt nap. That. No, you just need to just come here driving. and drink. Come, just what, keep driving, buddy. Is. You gotta get um, on the mic and drink. Did you purchase or sell any meth? I was I was talk I was checking on my my mobile meth lab. Meth crops, okay. All throughout the panhandle. <laughs> and I had to beat me. I had to beat up some bitches. Good. Because they were sniffing me short. Are you allowed nah. back? Are you allowed back to Florida? 
Oh, I own the store, baby. I own it. You own it? It's mine. <laughs> what about Travis Waters? I thought he owned most of the West Coast, at least. Nah. He got it on lock. And, and I, Bre- I hunt. We, we, we released him with the boars, baby. No, I love him. I don't want Travis to go anywhere. You fed him the boars? Nah, fed him to the boars. What baby. about boar's head ham? That's delicious. Make some. Oh, I got the ham. <laughs> is I that where they get it? Like, is it a boar? Is it from a boar's head? Oh, yeah. Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> you just broke character, Dan. Did you that. see uh, a Brett Myers concert when you were down there? Yeah, I saw this band called the Coffin Cats, baby. They were, they were the fucking shit. Were they good? The, what the kind of music? Coffin Cats? I was, yeah, Coffin Cats. I was better than... Oh, cool, because, yeah, Slim's been listening to Brony shit, and it wasn't that cool. Yeah. I was hoping you would have a cooler... The the Disco Cats, it was called? Coffin Cats. Coffin Catheters. There's also another story about one of the pigs that we killed. Oh, yeah? We cut cut one open, and a bunch of fetuses fell right out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you eat them? You ate them, right? Did you throw them at, 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 like, oncoming traffic? We, we we threw them, we, we mashed them up, baby, and I, I mixed them into my cocaine, what? and I snorted them. Why didn't you bring back a bag of fetal boars? I know, so many bits we could have done with We that. could have had them in a jar, like, come on, dude. Fuck. I, forgot the, I forgot my jars, I was, I was drinking. You could have just threw them in, in your trunk. Right. Uh, I, I didn't want my trunk. Ziploc baggie, that's... Did you get fucked up? You got fucking slammed. But what, what did it mean? I didn't know what it meant when you said you slammed on a board. Did you, does that mean like a sexual reference or? No, I, I shot it with my gun, and then I, I then I raped it with my gun. Good. I thought no. you had a bow and arrow. No, you had a gun. No, I used a gun. I yes. thought you. Bro, were that was a manly education. You're like a big game hunter. You should go by El Tapir, <laughs> which is what the the Mexicans call a uh, boar. You should be called El Tapir. <laughs> I thought you were killing them with machetes or something. I thought it was bow and arrow. Yeah, we can. We, you, you use your pig sticker, baby, and you you whip out your pig sticker, and you and, and you just you, you put it in his you put it in his throat, baby, and the blood just squirts all over. Nice. That's that's good shit, Slambo. How how's uh how was it? Were you down there for the inauguration? Oh, that. Uh, that, that, that was fucking hell. I thought you were going to, like, protest it. I, I, I threw pig fetuses at the protesters. <laughs> at Madonna, I hope. That fucking cunt. Did you see what that old whore did? We'll talk about that later. Oh, but That piece of shit. I, I, threw, I threw all the guts at him, baby. I took the testings and started shooting out the shit that was inside of them. Oh, at the protest. And that at that piece of shit. All, they all dead. They're all, to- they're they're all dead. cunts. They're all, They're all cunts. Uh, that's good. That's they good. Sweet Slambo. You are you are you so are you sleeping? Uh or are you come are you like sleeping for a while and showing up or are you gonna like Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna sleep for a while and then um I'll I'll uh, bring a around ten, I'll uh I'll t- I'll t- I'll take a ride around. Come back at the end of the show. <laughs> awesome, brother. <laughs> Sweet dreams. All righty. <laughs> later, bro. We'll go later All just righty. for you, buddy. I'm going to do some cocaine to put me to sleep, baby. Yeah, That's yeah. the best way, bro. Later. See ya. So what, what music were you listening to, Slim? 
so I actually had um, subscribed to the uh, Google Play Music, which is an amazing app. Right now I'm doing the trial. It's like think, 30 days. I think days. Uh, my buddy Andrew's got some Apple thing. Yeah, I've heard people use that too. The Google Play is great because any band you type in, they have all the albums, so you can listen to albums. They have radio stations for each band, like that. So I just Pandora's like I just I got sick of Pandora. Yeah, yeah, Pandora repeats like the same yeah. songs over and over. The Google Play oh, music man, they're, too much. they're it's completely different songs every time. And I remember like Jeremy saying he made the mistake once or two of liking a song, but like because he liked um oh what was it Primus? He liked one Primus song, and then after that it was just played. All sorts of fucking primus. It's all over play. So like, yeah, Pandora is real fucking stupid. So what? But uh, so I've been exploring a couple things. Um, I was definitely listening to a few Beastie Boy albums. Uh, Which to ones? A bit of a uh, Paul's Boutique. That's Hollywood a great Christian. one. A lot of that's yeah. A I was gonna say, a lot of people saying go to really that, like that one, but um, I don't know if I like that as much. It's, it's. I'm trying to think of which one I like the best. I think I liked uh, uh what was uh. Is it check your head? Or no, ill communication. Ill communication. That's my favorite one. And then uh, I randomly got turned on the modest mouse. I yes. Actually, yeah. I did. Oh, I gotta find that one too. Did you see the one? I don't know. If, yeah, you can't see it. Let me see on YouTube. There's one video, and I think it was like never finished, but it was like um, all these. Was it whales? I don't remember. But dashboard. I love dashboard. I don't know if you heard that song and uh, the original one, float on. Yeah, it was one of their albums I listened to, but everything on the album was uh was great. They're very yeah. interesting because yeah, because I had always yeah, heard cool. like the the float on, but listening to their albums, they're like very unique. They're not like I thought they were one of those corny like mainstream bands at first, but no, no. they're like they're really good. I like uh, them. Uh, I checked out a little bit of that just because it was like a silly band that the flight of the Concords, but they're like, eh, they're not really that good. Yeah. They're kind of shitty. Um, Sounds like it. I listened to the first album of the Bloodhound Gang, which was just like he was trying to just be like the Beastie Boys. Funny, I guess. I don't know. I got yeah. every one of them, but they're not, they're all right. Yeah, the first it's one kind of was, was very different. Yeah, yeah, they get boring after a while, and then I think that was it. I think, uh, yeah, pretty much a little bit, a little bit of Chicago. Chicago? What are you like? Because Don, our friend, uh, our friend Don, oh. no, our friend Donnie. Uh, kept telling me to listen to Chicago, so I listened to Chicago because he's he's obsessed with Chicago. Okay, we'll just is, walk around and sing it and stuff. It? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's I don't know. Chicago. I mean, <laughs> check out some better shit. Ugh. I usually don't listen to music, so I'm just kind of trying to figure out what I like. You know, you're like so a I'm fucking sixteen-year-old girl. Like, that's yeah, what yeah. You're doing six when you're sixteen, you figure out music. Yeah. Oh my god, that's <laughs> why you listen to Gypsy Bard. Yes. Fucking uh. What is wrong with you? Why do you listen to Rage? Some fucking Nirvana, some Pearl All Jam, right. and some fucking like uh, Nine Inch Nails, and some fucking. Uh, all right, I, I will know, listen Simon, to all uh, those. Smashing Pumpkins, like what? What the fuck? The fuck? God damn! And you only listen to one Beastie's album because that one, like I said, is weird. Like, it's, yeah, it's okay. It was, uh, like, it's all right, but Hill up some of their songs is too. much better. And uh, even the last, it wasn't the very last one. I never got that full album, but uh. The Hello Nasty's pretty fucking awesome. Okay. Ah, uh, uh, there was this. I have every every fucking album they've done. You said even Ill, the first one, even just licensed to ill would be where to start. It's like really like eighty sounded, but it was like fucking eighty two or whatever. And I think that was when they were like more of a joke. Right. Uh, they started out as kind of like a comedy band, I guess. Or? Yeah, yeah. It was more of like a just out of control, and then yeah, they definitely grew over the fucking years. Unlike this. 
just gets better. So that's just good to begin, begin with. Can't get any better than this. What is the fucking coffin cats? Coffin I don't know. Players. This is what uh, what Slambo saw live. Uh, they look they look badass. I don't I want guess the full all, album though. They're all skinny guys covered in tattoos. I guess the second uh, one. Let's see the way the way of the road. The full, well, first one's a full album. Yeah. An ad, of course. We'll play a little of this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Good like uh, transition music. Hold music. Oh, there we go. Here's here's what Slambo saw live. Yeah, Slambo music. Yeah, yeah. Nothing else you can say about that. It's just typical Slambo music. Slambo music. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's about well, break time. I figure I'll play some uh, Tino shit, but uh, that's the reason I haven't opened with these is because I think, I know the one at least is a Bubba Sparks uh, beats, so it wasn't like, uh, he has a shitload of original shit, but I had been going back through and listening to some of the old THC shit, so play a couple Tino tracks. It's not just any day. It's Mr. Throwback Thursday. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Bill, and we are the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast. Do you remember when the wheels were steel and the beats were real? We do, and we talk about it every Thursday. You can check out Woo News, One and Done, Record of the Week, and a whole lot more. That's Mr. Throwback Thursday, keeping it classic on iTunes, Stitcher, and at HighVoltageRadio.com. And always remember, new school stale, old school fresh. Nice. I got either maybe a little going to sleep mode and then back. The screen every now and then just fucking goes on and off like every now and then. It's fucking stupid. Hmm. Like it just see. goes black or Yeah. Cool, it should be. Let's see. It usually comes right back after that. Uh hit the power button. Take it out of whatever mode. Yeah, there it goes. Cool. Where's uh, is the mouse working? Yeah, there we go. Where is it? There's the uh, oh. Lamborghini. It's uh, got a musket. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Is it a? It's a musket. That's like a twenty-two. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a fucking it's got kid's a scope gun. Scope on it. And yeah. everything. It's, it's just a Pelican. gun. <laughs> took like a BB gun. Is it all blo- yeah? It's all bloody and shit. Yeah, I hope that's yeah. the one with the fetuses. That's a good picture. Yeah, looks all slamboed out. Yeah. Looks <laughs> all slamboed paid, out. <laughs> looks like he's getting fucking. T- he looks like he just got tusk raped. <laughs> that does look like a face that's in pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm in pain. That's Get rid amazing. of that. Yeah. All right. Fuck. Get into the group here. Fuck. Did you watch the uh, inauguration? No, no. I did. I've never watched one, but I only did because I was in. The doctor's office was on TV. It wasn't bad though. He said some good shit. Uh, like uh, what was it? Um, 
saying how uh, the administration under Obama basically turned its back on like the inner cities and shit. It really did. It just didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. It didn't. Well, did barely fucking anything. Uh, what that healthcare and what else? Like that's it. Like Obama's, uh, Obama's going to get have, married. Yeah. Like that's it. That's all. Obama he has no legacy whatsoever. Ah, uh, he's been fucking lame duck and yeah trump said some good shit he also said we're gonna uh focus on ourselves and not like force uh democracy down other countries thoughts but then yep. he also said that he's gonna uh end isis so how are you gonna do that if, you, if you're not you know you can get, stop yeah, him over gonna... here but you kind of have to like I, I, that... unless he's just gonna kill him and then let them figure out their situation that was one of the problems <laughs> the other problem was like when he's talking about bringing jobs back and he just harps on the coal mining jobs like who the right. fuck wants to be a coal miner uh and bringing back jobs, I mean, bring back like the the tele the telephone jobs, like uh, customer service and shit that's been outsourced. And and how about you make some new jobs? How about yeah, we not be coal miners, like because who the fuck uses coal anymore anyway? There there are towns in Pennsylvania Chinese, that still run on coal. Chinese fucking. I have some friends that were living in an old yeah, coal town. That's, <laughs> like, that's, that's stupid. That's stupid. Lansford, and there's a couple other ones. You know, there's oil and, and shit. There's <laughs> yeah. even wood. It's even wood. <laughs> Fucking, what the fuck? And, uh, yeah, uh, and the, it was one of his dudes I heard, like, heavily into getting robots in the workplace. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that one of the guys in his that's cabinet is all about getting robots. Everything robots. That he's and then robots. my buddy Dana at work, he said, uh, he got, he got uh, another job and he, uh, he said every time, like, he tries to bring anything up over there, they all have these stupid answers. Like, somebody was like, well, we could all work fix the robots. I don't know. How about I don't want to be a robot at fucking specialist? Uh, right, I just want to do yeah. a job. Like, yeah, just the fuck? Yeah, we're, we're just going to sit in factories fucking with robots all tinkering with robots all day? Like, what the and fuck? I, and don't we all have to sense. be, like, specially highly trained to fucking tinker with robots? <laughs> like, who, me, what are we going to do? Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get, like, maybe, uh, we're going to, like, fucking bend the helmet or something we're not <laughs> we're not just fucking gonna like build the the mainframe of a fucking robot i don't know he says getting out of the wars but eh. right and then I, the other thing i heard uh jeremy said that uh i don't know somehow i forget how why i forget why i should have wrote it down but uh yeah obama's been blamed for creating isis i don't know like by trump by trump that's oh, like one trump. of the things um and no i kind of think that was reagan's administration that created right. fucking isis because that's exactly what happened like that's exactly what happened i just don't even know i think i think too like and i i said he it's just like it was part of it was real god heavy which i don't mind i just don't think it was like sincerely from him i really don't think he's such a godly dude when he's like just fucking made a living off of bankrupting families off of gambling. Yeah. But whatever. But whatever. You know, he went real God heavy, which I don't mind because, like, uh, everybody, you know, all the Muslims are uh, really into their religion. So I don't mind that. And, like, he did say, and I kind of agree, that, you know, America's never prospered better than when we were, like, a more God fearing country. Yeah, religion is uh, mostly bullshit, but yeah, it does instill, like, right and wrong and all that and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't know. I don't think you can get it back. I don't think you can get that time mm -hmm. back. And, like, I think he's going for an outdated, like, uh, Americana, like, uh, like propaganda type thing. And right. he's just, just like, old school conservative that's, stuff. He's just, like, like uh, bringing up people's, like, nostalgic, nostalgia for, like, the, the, those times. Like, yeah, that was great times. I just don't right. know if it's possible to get back. I don't know if you could fix this fucking turd of a piece of shit. It's like trying to bring back uh, Slambo's board to life. It's, it's, <laughs> right. it's going to be all it's fucked not. up. It's the 
body parts are gonna be falling off. It's, I think I think we're just way too fucked to do anything. I don't know. And again, like all the protesters, like why, why, like just, yeah, just, that's anybody just should be happy that anybody wants to try to take this fucking shitty job on. Like it's such a such a shit show. Like fucking Madonna in a speech saying uh, people should bomb the White House. Like that's that's a protest. I, I, I don't know. That's I didn't read the whole thing, but yeah, that was like what I saw was like the woman's watch Madonna's fiery ex. Explosive, no, explosive, Laden speech, speech at the woman's march. march. I, I would think explicit would be the word, yeah. but it's explicit. I don't know. Is there a video of it or? Uh, I know there was uh, word yeah, for word. A video. Okay, yeah, let's just watch uh, it because I don't. Right. Supposedly it was so uh, militant or whatever. They, the CNN even ended up cutting out. Oh wow! Cut like just stopping uh, playing it. That's amazing. All right, let's hear it. See what old whore Madonna has to say. Yeah, oh. pop singer, an old whore of a pop singer. Yay! Are you still awake out there? Yeah. Yeah, asshole. Are I'm you sure about awake. that? No. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking awake. No, I'm not sure, y'all, whore. <laughs> Are you ready to shake up the world? Oh, oh my god, shake it up. drugged out. Are you ready Welcome to shake up the world? To the shake it up, shake it up. Oh, the of revolution. Love. Of love. Of love. Ew. So gay already. To the rebellion. To our refusal Rebel? as women to accept this new age of tyranny. Tyranny. Let us say everything's going to be fine. We're not just women are in danger. What is that hat? But all marginalized people. Everybody's in danger. It's not We're just the cunts. We're being uniquely different right now. Are you? No, there's like a million of you all being the same. Be considered a crime. You're all being the same, it you dumb twats. Yeah. Horrific moment Look at that smiling cunt. I know. I, I was Make about to say something about that. Up. Oh, she woke the fuck up. Yeah. Her eyes are like closing. It seems She's so fucked the up. old lady. But... All these stupid hats. Everyone got stupid. We had all slipped into a false Did she sense sell her hats? of comfort. She's selling her. That justice would prevail and that good would win in the end. Yeah, Trump won. Well, good did not win this no, election. We all lost. America's lost. We're all but fucked. good <laughs> will win in the end. Will it? So what today means is that we are far from the end. What? Today marks the beginning. The beginning yeah, of a... our story. The apocalypse? Oh, what is okay. this? The revolution yeah, she the starts like she's here. Like... The cut commander speaks. <laughs> Everybody listen. The fight for the right to party! Yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! To be who we are, to be equal. Yeah, you wow. are equal, you cunt. Yeah. You're Let's probably march uh, better than a lot of people. through this darkness, and with each step, know that we are not afraid. Why do people afraid. regard her so important? Any any pop singer, any singer, anybody. That we are not She alone. looks worn out. <laughs> Same material. Yeah, she's a worn that out old whore. we will not back down. Uh, is that old? You're right, it is. Oh, there's a, there's yeah. a death, yeah. Yeah. going. In <laughs> our unity. Sign language. And that no opposing force so cunts stands a chance can, can too. in the face of true solidarity. Yeah, she sounds like she's leading an army. Yeah. <laughs> she's and got a black power fist. Why is Abe Lincoln there? 
that insist <laughs> but he was a vampire that this hunter. march so. will never oh. add up to anything. Everybody get fuck your gear. You. Well, fuck you. What the fuck me? This march isn't important. This march is not yeah, important. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. What are you? <laughs> Look how important this is. Fuck Except for you. the transgender community, apparently, but I'll get to that. It is the beginning of much-needed change. What about, like, change United We Stand? Change that sacrifice people. Change that will require many yeah. of us to make different choices in our lives. Nobody was, no anti-Obama people were but doing this shit. But this is the hallmark yeah. of revolution. So, my question to you today is... No anti-fucking Bush people ready? were doing this shit. You could just see the difference said, from... You know, you ready? This is ridiculous. This is from before Obama's yes, administration. Say yes, we're ready. He, everybody's just coddled, and every, everybody yes, is so important ready. now that yeah. we've regressed. We've ready. really regressed as a nation. Yeah. Yes, I'm angry. Oh, uh, who are those yes. that Madonna? Like, I am what is this? <laughs> what are <laughs> all these cunts? What are all these twats? Yes. Freedom is in peril. Defend it with all your might. About blowing up the White House. Oh my God! I just said she was gonna blow up the White House. But I know that's a that this won't change anything. That would be amazing if the Secret Service just tackled her right there. I hope like a missile, a drone would have just blew her the fuck up. I don't. I can't even listen to it anymore. She clarified it in another. In, oh yeah, Jules said the hat is so stupid. I don't know well, what the hat. Okay, so I don't know. Is that the, the typical contact? Like the hat is supposed to be like a pussy hat. It's a cat. It's a. It's supposed to be like the uh, vagina hat is what they were calling him. But oh yeah, I saw your picture at that that rally. It was pretty yes, cool. You were in a pussy costume. I was. Uh, but apparently and the tra the transgender community is pissed off that they were wearing those hats because they said that it uh they were linking uh being a female to biology. They should have dick hats. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. The they transgender have... community felt left out of the woman's or fit, march, apparently. Fit hats. Drag queen hats. Yeah, drag queen hats. I don't know. I didn't even read the they article. Should have Blake the, uh, the, posters. Uh... <laughs> fuck. What the fuck? She clarified it, it said, in the other link I had uh, in there. Like, she, she's going to yeah tell you how. What she really meant it to say. It wasn't hate for you. Watch Madonna. No, that's the other one. Uh, is there another the one right above it. it. Madonna clarifies in the the group. Yeah, I think this is it. Not this. This is it? Oh, yeah. Madonna clarifies. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize you clicked on it. What is what she clarified? I'm not a violent person. I don't promote violence. You just said you're going to blow up the fucking White House, <laughs> yeah, twat. That's pretty violent. And it's important people understand my speech in its entirety. That was pretty much... It was... It was it was drugged up. It was fucking horrible. It was horrible speech. Like I said, it what did we like not understand, Madonna? Yes, I'm angry. Yes, I'm outraged. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing the White House up. What a cunt! But I know this won't change anything. So why the fuck did you say it? I know this won't change anything. Why the fuck did you say it? Yeah, I, that's a ballsy thing to say. We too, cannot gonna... fall into despair. Like, sh the fucking keep making happy pop music for people. <laughs> yeah. You dumb twat. Do what the stupid shit you always did was like just make stupid yeah. songs stupid songs she's got to be on their watch now though saying I hope so. like that wasn't well, she a, I don't even think she's a, a fucking or is a dual citizenship because years and years ago I thought she became a London like an England citizen oh I don't know I don't really know anything no yeah I'm pretty sure I'm sure she got uh citizenship over there like so what the fuck are you what the fuck are you you old whore 
Besides an old fucking whore. Uh, it says, I, I spoke in metaphor, and I shared two ways of looking at things. One was to be hopeful, and one was to feel angry and outraged. Hey, you just said talk. some dumb shit, and now you're trying to fucking justify yeah, it. The yeah, fucking she dumb cunt shit you said. <laughs> That's all it is. Fuck. How about you just say, yeah, I said some shit, because everybody says some shit. Yeah. And yeah, get over right. it, like yeah. whatever. Oh, it's such such deepness, such meaning behind that that speech, that we just we don't understand it. Mm. I saw Larry King by Trump protest has got his car window smashed in. Like that's, that's another one, like peaceful pro. What? What are you assholes doing? First of no. all, old Larry King, why are you gonna fuck with him? Why are you gonna fuck with that dude? Yeah. Like. And what is it too? Shit. They're uh, they're really fucking with Donald's kid or something. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that too. Baron or something's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah Chelsea Baron. Clinton. And I like that she defended him. Like uh, I don't. They're from what I read, they're like crucifying this kid because he wasn't more involved with Donald's fucking race. What was he supposed to be up there on stage next to him the whole time? Like, what did you want this kid to do? The He's kid a little about fucking kid. Yeah, years old. Like, oh wait, He's ten years old. He's ten years old. Yeah, people. Internet uh, pe- people just bashing the kid because uh, he hasn't been more involved. And she just kind of said, you know, like, basically, go fuck yourselves. Like, how about you let the kid do what he's supposed to do and let's be a kid? Yeah, like, she said it, he deserves she uh, got it bad when he, when she was, uh, when her parents were in office. I remember that, but it was, there, I don't think the internet was really as big at the time. Like, that was in the right. 90s and shit, so... What, what did it say? Former uh, first daughter, Chelsea Clinton, came to defense of Baron Trump. On Sunday, after he was suggested to taunts from internet bullies, uh, though her statement quickly turned political. Ten-year-old Barron was subject to a series of cruel taunts after Friday's inauguration, including one from uh, Saturday Night Live writer, who said he will turn into a homeschool shooter. He, oh yeah, they said he would be the first homeschool shooter. That he was gonna go and shoot up a like a, a high school or something, even though he was homeschooled. Why? Uh, what does that even up, do? Man. That's what I'm saying. Another yeah. thing, SNL, you're not funny, especially when you're trying your political shit anymore. Where you used to be, you used to be fucking funny yeah. when Ross Perot and fucking Bush Senior and Dana Carvey was doing all that shit, and even when they did uh fucking uh Clinton and all, and that was just not funny. I really like everybody said how great the Trump shit was with uh, and I love him. Uh, who was that? The the guy from Thirty Rock. Uh, 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 the, I don't know. Can remember, I can't even think right now. Judah Freelander? No, no. Uh, Baldwin. Oh, okay. Was it Alec Baldwin? One of the yeah, I think it was Alec. I I love Alec Baldwin, and I just did not think that was too funny. I've watched it a couple times, the clips of it, and they just had fucking Aziz Ansari like open. Did you see that piece of shit no, monologue? I, I really wouldn't got even into play Aziz, it. Yeah. I would not even play it because there was barely anything funny about it. There was a couple yeah. like good points in it, but still, it wasn't funny, and it was just. Ah, again, it was just all bullshit. Super political. Just everybody. Yeah, that's all that's all that's that's been in the news. That's all that's been in the news is that shit. And that uh, the Big Macs, they have different sizes. That's the only thing out (laughs) of the news last week that I really fucking loved. Right, that made me excited because I love the fucking Big Mac. The Big Mac rolls out two new fucking Big Mac sizes. Uh, There's a single, which, fuck that, that's for pussies. Yeah, that's not a Big Mac Girl, you fucking twat. Like, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, McDonald's. And yeah, uh, fuck your single, your singlets. Fucking... Piece of shit, Big Mac. Oh, you got it? Yeah, I'm trying to open it. It's taking forever. Yeah, because of course it's one of the big 
big news stories was, on like Fox you said 5. too i was excited but, about that man. but what, what's the next one up yeah like uh for a limited time in early 2017 the big mac roster will now include the grand mac and the mac jr the grand mac let's we gotta know what that is the twist on the popular menu item which feature two patties special sauce on cheese pickles onions on a sesame seed bun offer an even larger and slightly smaller option for diners mcdonald said the grand mac is made with two beef patties totaling one third pound of beef I thought they always two had slices. two. Yeah, I think these are bigger, though. I think from what oh, they're saying, they're okay. bigger, bigger patties. Be- bigger patties. I, I thought it was going to be like three or four patties. Yeah, that's what I was hoping. I was hoping for that. Because I always thought like a regular oh. Big Mac was too small. I don't think they're too small, but I, I, they could definitely use them as a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, totaling one third pound of beef, blah, blah, blah. Two slices of beef, blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, so I guess there's one with bigger, bigger beef. Mac Jr. is a single-layer Big Mac. Which is just not feature. even a No, that's, that's an Big insult. Mac that's an insult. Yeah, I would yeah. just take that and throw it in your fucking face. <laughs> yeah. If you bought it for me, that. If you bought that for me. But, we should uh, tell Slambo to pick up a Mac Jr. for you before he gets here. Yeah, I'll just punch him in the face with it. <laughs> fucking shit. Fucking shit. And the other thing I, did, I do got to say about fucking Trump, even before he won the presidency, something with Walmart. I don't know if he got them to uh, hire more people or give more hours. I don't know about Walmart. But Ford and my dad told me that uh, they were ready to leave. They were ready to leave. They they built a fucking uh, plant in Mexico, and he got them to stay in like Michigan or Wisconsin. Or I something. heard, yeah. Like, yeah that's, that's I heard it was like two good. or three businesses that's that he got. Pretty fucking good. Like, say, what, yeah. what are you gonna say? Like, that's what I'm saying. Give the guy a chance. Give the guy a fucking chance to get to to see what he could do, and try to get this shit in control. Which the last guy did jack shit. I don't, that's why I don't understand why people are just so no. in love with that motherfucker. Like, I honestly say, and I had people on Facebook, one of my friends, uh, I think it was back during the second time Obama won. Uh, yeah, it was like, you just put who'd you vote for and why. And I said, and one of the friends of him said that anyone who didn't vote for Obama was a racist. I said, fuck you. Yeah. No, that doesn't mean you're a fucking racist because I didn't vote for Obama. I just don't tell me how your fucking life is any better with him in office. With Trump, um, not Trump, Bush, we got the extra tax return. That was pretty fucking sweet. Who doesn't like an extra fucking? I don't know. It was like four or six hundred dollars back every six. It was. It was like you got your tax return, your regular one, and then like six months later, you got six hundred bucks or some shit. That was fucking. That was awesome. And he did the um the rebates. Like if you bought a car, you got right. Thousands of dollars off if you bought a home. Same thing. And supposedly Trump is bringing back the those type of rebates. Like, what is wrong with that? And what did Obama give us? I think when he first got in, what was that? Uh, stimulus is what the original extra um, uh, tax return that Bush did was called. And Obama did his version where it was like, honestly, an extra dollar twenty six or something <laughs> yeah. on each paycheck. Yeah. And I, who knows if that even stuck around? Who yeah. the fuck knows? I feel like people just liked Obama because, like you said, like the political correctness thing. He just said Why? sweet. He that, just said sweet things yeah, that these kids wanted star. to hear. Yeah. That's all it was. The worst. Was, I'm he like, I love the kid. I love Chris that I used to work with, but he got not an argument with me one night, but um, like almost that he was fucking hundred percent right. That the only reason uh, Osama was uh, was killed was because of uh, Obama, and I nah, said, "No, dude, that started it. in the Bush administration. Yeah. He fucking put out the hunt for that motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, should he have gone after Saddam? No, but he he also started the other, and he for a long time argued with me until finally, I don't know if he looked it up or somebody else told him, like, yeah, no, it's it started under Bush, right? So." Yeah. And like I said, it fucking happened when Obama was in. So of course he just he soaks up the fucking the credit for it. But whatever, 
whatever. Other thing, I guess, real quick to wrap it up. My grandmother called. I forget what night it was. I think it was that night of the after the inauguration. And I, my mom was in the bathroom, so I grabbed the phone just to see who it was, because uh, she asked me to. And uh, it was my grandmother. I'm like, what's up, Nan? And she's like, nothing, you know, uh, call for your mom. So I told her, my mom would call her back. And she's like, a happy Trump one. And I was like, yeah, I honestly am. Yeah. I honestly am. I think he he's a better man than she would have been, of course, because he's a genius with a penis. Because he's a man. But, uh, no, my <laughs> grandmother, yeah, exactly. But um, I, I never would have thought she's never, ever ever voted Republican in her fucking life. Yeah. She's never even liked a Republican. Uh, she said, me too. She's like, I honestly think he's going to do better for us. I oh. really fucking do. I really agree. And uh, fuck, what was the other one? What was the other one? I just had another point. Fucking, I lost it. That's the way I've been with this stupid tooth all week. I get shit and it goes. Yeah. If I remember. But yeah, no, my grandmother, who's never, ever been happy that a Republican's been in, is, is now. She's fucking happy. Like That's cool. I don't know. Yeah, I think there were some... There had to be some Democrats that voted him in. I wish I could remember. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. Rick Carr from Ice in the Face. You know, he thanked me again for coming on last week. And uh, we were talking a little bit about the politics. And uh, he's not by any means a Trump. So he hates Trump. But I'm like, bro, I honestly feel he was he'd be, he was better than her. I'm like, I don't love the guy. No, do I love any of them? They're all phony. They're all liars. But do I think this guy could do a better job than she could have... He, Yes, and he said, oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Osama bin Laden would have been a better president than she would have been. And that shit has had me laughing for, like, a week. That line has had <laughs> me laughing for a week. That's fucking hilarious. She, she's the worst. She was the worst. Yeah. And that's what Aziz, whatever the fuck your I'm, name is. Sorry. I'm pretty sure. said, like, yeah, well, some people may have voted for, for that case, and then it's okay. And the other thing, like, he's saying, like, we're not going anywhere, the minorities. Like, I, I really don't think Trump is going to actually get it. I think uh, I, maybe refugees. Maybe he can get refugees. I, I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm sure he's not going to, like, mass deport. And you're an Indian. You're an Indian, dude. So don't yeah. act like that's the same as a Muslim, like a, like a Middle Eastern person or something. You know, that's... I never found, I think I've tried listening to some of these. I don't remember if not. I did or not. I don't remember. I think if I've I heard him did. in an interview and I just didn't even like him in the interview. Probably, probably the same. Probably the same. If that's the case. Yeah, because his monologue was, like I said, it was just not fucking funny. Not funny. I want we'll to be back to point out, too, though, before Big we Mac go, my, uh, my landlord still has a Hillary for uh, president signed. Oh, I thought that was up. the other white trash. I, th I don't think it was her. I thought it was him. Or is it hers on his? Fence? I think it's her. I think it's, yeah, I think it's oh. hers on his fence. Cause Can we blow up her house? Cause, no. Like, wait, but why? Well, Madonna I mean, Madonna said it was okay said to blow so up the White House. Okay, so. so technically. Well, know. just tell Slambo. Text him to just drive right into her fucking house when he comes home. <laughs> <laughs> put, the, uh, put the boar head on the... Uh, the fucking front of his car and just run into her. Yeah, let me see if I can find some shit he could fucking scream as he fucking, as he drives into her fucking house. There's got to be a couple of things here. Maybe like this. Yeah, yeah. And this. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he just screams that shit as he like fucking, and then he gets out and he like starts fires and shit and he fucking throws boars, fetuses everywhere and just smears them on and just takes bites and then throws them at people. And That's good. That's good. Madonna would be proud. Why don't you play some Madonna for break? I mean, why wouldn't you listen to Madonna? That's what, that's what you should be doing. I know, you're right. Let me, let me play some Madonna. No, go to Pandora. Just fucking good. You sure you don't want to play some Madonna? Uh, I don't care. I'm not going to listen to this whole shit. Oh, Madonna uh, album. Hey, Slambo. Yeah! You want to see some cool shit, bro? Mm -hmm, yeah! 
Then get ready to embrace the weird at embracetheweird.design and check out everything they have to offer. Embrace the Weird has stuff like uh, women's and men's clothes of all sorts, wall paintings, skateboards, and more. And they also have the artwork uh, from the genius mind and hands of Brian A. Bernard. So go right now to embracetheworld.design. Ah, sorry. Fuck. You're going you're gonna to fix this. I know. It's embracetheweird.design and check it out, bro. Yeah! All right. Back. What's going on? What are you saying? Trannies are pissed. Trannies are pissed? Yeah. Uh, I just brought up uh, one of the articles. Let me uh, get us back here. This <sighs> music. Yeah, uh, transgender activists are saying you have to have a vagina to be a woman. Yes, yeah, it says, you fucking uh, do. I'm yep. sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Fucking sorry. You can't use the women's room anymore. I don't know what to fucking tell you. It says transgender activists are upset that the women's march over the weekend was not inclusive to biological oh, men who read. identify as women. As the protest, how about they just have a tucked dick hat, like, <laughs> a or a piece of duct tape yeah. on their foreheads? Like, I'm sorry, like, yeah, I'm fucking so sorry. Everybody wasn't included. <laughs> so ridiculous. You have one fuck. one group that's pissed off, and then another group's pissed off. Pissed at the off that, that they're pissed, pissed off. off, and then everybody's fucking. I mean, this is better than being pissed on. Huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> an oppressive message. Ugh. Oh. Having guns. a vagina is essentially to womanhood. Yes, yes it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. There's a, you're born. You're born a woman. You don't... Yeah, you could dress up and put tits on, but you're, you're technologically whatever the fuck not a woman. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry to break that to you. That's like the infighting 20-year-old Sam Forey, a non-binary student in Ohio, and their girlfriend, Liam McDaniel, who is trans. What a shock with that name. (laughs) Danny Dan Danielson, who's a Tranielson. And that is going to be the new Dr. Seuss book. Daniel McDanielson, the (laughs) Tranielson McTranielson. There has been other warning signs that a, a, a dude with a dick might not be a woman. Yeah. That's it. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Danny boy, for clearing that up. Oh, fuck. What does that even mean? Yeah, we get it, dude. You fuck a tranny, so you gotta act all pissed off, too. What is... The the, the tranny said, I think it ended up being a white cis woman march? What what is that? A cis? Cis. A cis? C-I-S? What's cis? What I have no clue. Mr. Meese? Oh, I thought we were gonna call. No, I might be the magician. It's here. Okay. Well, tell him to wait fucking the 43 minutes he's supposed to wait. Ugh. Tell him to wait. You want me to decide? Nah, just go get him. Just go get him. What else is going on? What the fuck else is out? Is going on out there? The Great Wall trailer. I won't play it because it's probably just going to be audio, but that's a, a riveting fucking film that's out there. Everyone wants to see see a real great fucking movie or a trailer. Go look that up. The Great Wall. Ugh. The fuck else is going on? There was oh Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Never change, Shia. Shy. Shia LaBeouf is doing a four-year-long anti-Trump live stream event. Yay! Because the other shit he was doing was so great. We were just crying in a fucking museum. Jesus Christ! When Slim comes back, I'll have him open that. We can see what that's about. I'm sure everybody's chomping at the bit to see what this douchebag is going to say. Fuck. Oh, yeah, the other thing was Obama's final speech. He opened with a Frankie Tube Steaks line, so we'll definitely 
we'll definitely enjoy that. Definitely enjoy that. Um, let's see. Everything else we pretty much already covered. Uh, maybe Slim. Maybe Slim will read the uh, the song that would have been for Slambo. Maybe he could read Starboy by The Weeknd without an E. It's got it's W-E-E-K-N-D. The Weeknd. The Weeknd featuring Daft Punk. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, and Mass Effect Andromeda gets a 10-hour trial. I guess anyone with the EA Access account gets a free 10-hour trial. That's badass. So I, I, the, the games are all long. I wonder how long this one is that it's going to let you just have 10 hours to play. That's pretty fucking cool. Pretty fucking cool. And yeah, I don't know if we mentioned it earlier. I don't, I don't remember or not. Star Wars, the next Star Wars uh, movie, which is going to uh, come, you know, the next uh, chapter. Star Wars Episode 8. Is going to be titled The Last Jedi. So I'm just assuming that uh, that Luke's going to die. And what else could that fucking mean? Kind of like uh, kind of like Obi-Wan. Obi! What else we got? We got some, uh, some fucking Kit Kats. Some Red Velvet Kit Kats to try. Shit, I should just try them. Who gives a fuck what anyone else fucking thinks? Look, I got I love, I love the Red Velvet Cake. I never tried it when I was younger. I'm like, that sounds so fucking girly and gay. But then I finally had a piece. I'm like, this shit is good. Shit is good. And uh, what do they, they had, um, fuck, Hostess, I think, made cupcakes. And they were kind of shitty. Um, and then Pop-Tart. Pop-Tarts did a great job with theirs. But Kit-Kat now has a red velvet flavor. It looks like from the picture on the bag, which I don't even know if the camera's picking it up. Uh, looks like white chocolate covered, and I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the white chocolate covered Kit Kats. The dark chocolate ones are good. But let me see with the red velvet flavor if it's any different. If it makes a difference. I would I would have got like a regular size bar. You could each try a piece, but they only have these little ones. They're so hard to open. And we got the little fun size or miniatures, what they're called now for the kids. Trying a red velvet Kit Kat. That's pretty good. Pretty fucking good. Fuck it. Some ain't gonna get to try these. He's missing out. He's grab assing outside with our guest. Oh my god. They're really good. They're really fucking good. Mm. Go get yourself a bag. Go get yourself a bag right now. Ah, good. How's it going, Mike? Nice to meet you, Mike. We're on right now. I was just, I was just enjoying. These are, these are great. <laughs> I bought them just to see what they were about, cause I like the red velvet cake. And what do you want me? Oh, uh, right there, man. Right there. Um, I feel a lot of shit misses with the red velvets. Uh, Pop tarts were amazing. They had Hostess cupcakes that were just like, uh, they weren't that good. But I think Kit Kat hit it. Hit the nail right on the head. I do love Kit Kat. I didn't know uh, Kit yeah, Kat Kit Kat's was... some of my favorite fucking candies. Oh, sorry, dude. That's I'm surprised they're doing stuff like this because I've always seen just the traditional Kit Kat and then like vanilla. I I'm think, not a big fan. Chocolate. They have a white chocolate one and they have a dark chocolate one. The dark chocolate ones I like. The white chocolate ones I'm not a big fan of, but these have the white chocolate and the red velvet innards and they're fucking they're good they're really good 
What else was I said I was going to have you pull something up? Let me see. I got to scroll down again because I went through everything. Oh, wow, that is actually good. I do. Like uh, that. Yeah, right? It's fucking good. Um, there was one story. Do all day is eat junk food. Oh, <laughs> that's the best. That's the best. I'm out of shape. I keep telling her around as a fucking shape. <laughs> <laughs> when I get pear shaped, then I'll get worried. <laughs> the Obama speech, the last Obama speech, he opened with a Frankie Tuesdays line. <laughs> and I was just, I was, I was cracking up. I'm loading it now. Loading it now. All right. Or the Shia LaBeouf thing. Oh yeah, that was another one. I, 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 that's the one I said I'd have you open so we could enjoy the whole story. Yeah, he's doing a forty-long anti-Trump live stream. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone wants to see that. He's such a yeah. weirdo. <laughs> oh yeah, former uh, farewell to the blah blah blah. I just want to see the Trump. I thought this uh, was he had the one where some guy just completely outranted him on camera? Just like got up in his face. I don't know. I don't, I don't I think, think I've seen that. I think so. I, I think I remember yelling, that. He was almost yelling right in his face as he was trying to rant. And uh, there was also... Um, I remember the one years where, he ago where he cried. Oh, he cried. Or he was just wearing a paper bag on mm. his head and having people come and like see him. That was part of it, I think. And he was yeah. also crying. Right, yeah. Also crying like uncontrollably Weird. or yeah, something. That video that one person, I don't know if it was a man or a woman, you couldn't tell. Sitting there crying no, screaming her fucking head off when uh, the inauguration happened. <laughs> oh, for the inauguration. Yeah, oh, here's the full text. I just want to, I oh, mean, just, I just uh, want to. prove your mic a little I just want to uh, make sure I'm, I'm quoting it right, because I'm pretty sure he just opened with, like, hello, everybody. Like, it's like, hey, everybody. Like, what? what? <laughs> That's the best you can come up with on your closing speech. I don't know. Yeah, and then it just went into the fact that I'm never uh, known for short speeches. So, yeah, let me just babble on and blah, blah, blah. Well, Shia LaBeouf is no stranger to curious uses of streaming video. This is the guy, after all, lights himself watching the entire film filmography in reverse chronological order. Oh, his entire. Oh, his. Wow, that's uh. uh but uh, <laughs> yay! Now uh, his, his live stream is called "He Will Not Divide Us." Oh yeah, because he's gonna divide everybody. This is what he wants. Uh, and yeah, he's just gonna cry on live stream. For four years? Yeah, it's, it's going to be nonstop. It consists of a stationary webcam placed on the exterior wall of a museum. Of a New York City. So I guess he's doing a sweet museum oh. thing again. Uh, what a life. What of moving images in front of people are invited to place themselves and then... And intone the words, he will not divide us. I don't, I don't even get this. This is some weird artsy shit he's trying again. Mm. Are you going, Slim? Yes, absolutely. I'm bringing this Lamborghini with me. Good. <laughs> oh, you're fucking good. Yeah, I like them. They're really and like good. you said too. I, I I wasn't always crazy about all the uh, red velvet stuff. I think it went nah. They went too much with it for a while. They did like, everything. Well, they do the same with pumpkin. They had fucking. Oh, I saw this pumpkin uh, right around the fall. Like uh, pumpkin spice this, pumpkin spice that, pumpkin spice latte, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks. They pumpkin a, edible underwear. Yet. I I <laughs> saw uh, this past fall they had pumpkin tortilla chips. Like really, what? yeah. That sounds that sounds disgusting. <laughs> I didn't see that. That does sound terrible. Yeah, they're just going way too far, way too fucking far. So yeah, the red you velvet. Know, when you walk into Wawa and that's all you can smell because everyone's getting that <laughs> pumpkin spice latte. You walk in there and puke. Actually, it's not bad. I don't hate it, but it just tears my stomach up. For some reason, I get the worst fucking heartburn and shit from it. So I stay away from it. Stay away. I think I had one last year, and yeah, it's fucked my stomach up big time. But these, these will not. The Kit Kats. Is that fucking with your tooth, though? No. I was addicted to fast breaks. You ever have those? Oh, I've never had one. I've always oh, wanted to try one. So good. 
They oh they got God. the pretzels. They got like yeah. five different things in them or something. Yeah, well, yeah. the original, like the original Reese's. You know, the play once they start fucking with. Oh, them. that's a Reese's one. The Reese's yeah. bar. Okay, I was thinking of. Uh, I was thinking of like the take five or something. No, no, that's no. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that one was the good. Reese's. It's the yeah. chocolate and the cookie and a peanut. Butter. Oh man, that, was that sounds. Deli- I don't think I've ever had that one either. It does sound delicious though. That one I have had. That one. That one is okay. great. Well, what you I had to, there was one like a few weeks ago that came out. I tried it last week. Not that good. It's a Hershey's like cookies cookie bar and it's it's got like shortbread cookie pieces in there. This was not that good. They're going to start coming out with gluten-free now. Mm. Gluten-free candy. Gluten-free pumpkin spice. It's like a cult. Lozenges. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's gluten-free, aren't you? I, no, no, I was going to say I apologize if any of you <laughs> No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I don't. Um, no, I did. I did uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gluten free. I did the uh, paleo diet for a little bit, which is like they the paleo you, thirty. Kill, right? Yeah, you stay away from like wheat products, but I don't. No I white potatoes, any of that crap. Ah, yeah. yeah, for a little bit. Did you have sweet potatoes? Nope, no potatoes. Ah, uh, see, do I have anything else now? No, no. You guys are so much more organized than we are. <laughs> just the fact that you even have a notebook with notes written on it. We just sit down and go, "Fuck, what are we gonna talk about?" Before we record, what are we going to talk about? Two seconds think, before wow, we say, Wow, okay, I don't go. think I'd ever do that. I think I'd be, like, way too nervous. I was uh, wondering, too, if you were ever planning on upgrading, because not that I'm knocking it, but you're, you're, you're no, set up the way that we were set shit. up originally, where you just have one microphone in the middle of the yep, table. that's what we do. That, that's what we had originally did. We had a little, uh, you have a more higher quality one than we had. We had, like, a clip-on USB one that we would just put on, like, a... Tupperware container or something. Mm. Ours is but, not uh, much better than that. Not much. We have like a sixty or seventy dollar microphone, and that, okay. that that's it. We just put it in the middle. What did have Rick guys, say? Rick said that last week that he did he hang a microphone. I think he said yeah, in the middle of the room, hanging. and it, it swung sometimes. So it would get like uh, some guys would get less loud sometimes. And have you guys thought about like upgrading? Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Get, getting a mixer, man. It's not going to cost you much. We thought, you know what? When you know? we first started, we wanted. There's a lot of history behind it, but I can get into it later if you really want me to. Mm, but yeah, we we'll decided that show. we just wanted to start off, you know, as pure and simple as possible. And yeah. yeah. Once we got Especially... going, once we actually got a following, once we got people who would actually commit that they were actually listening, yeah. before we'd spend any money and commit to them. That's it. You know, that's what we were waiting and for. And you want to make sure it's something you're going to be able to yeah. keep doing. You, yeah. you don't want to blow, blow all that money and then just give up a couple yeah. shows in. Like... Exactly. Exactly. It looked like we were uh, quitting for a little while there, right? I mean, we had probably three or four months without an episode. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, that wasn't even planned. It was every time we wanted to do an episode, oh, shit, someone got sick, or oh, shit, someone's mm. got to work, or oh, shit, someone's got to do this, you know, <sighs> or someone's traveling or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. It's rough to get, like, the schedule down, like. I mean, I, I admire you guys. I mean, you guys sit down here on a pretty regular basis, and you guys have planned shows, and you guys have planned guests, and you guys do this regularly, and you can get away from your your day lives your night lives whatever and, and dedicate time to do this yeah you know and we're, we're trying to get there we're one. trying to get there <laughs> it's tough though i've had like real bad like tooth toothaches and i'll still do the show getting like, old sucks i know just, yeah dude it does it does we live too long for our fucking teeth definitely <laughs> tell me about it especially i keep drinking this monster shit just keeps, <laughs> i can feel it eating away i used to drink gatorades a lot and somebody told me they're real corrosive for yeah. the teeth like i do one monster a day too but I've, i switched to the like the the ultra monster the zero where it's got like no sugars or calories in it but 
Is that really that much better for you? I don't know. I don't think so. (laughs) But I can at least like mentally believe that is better for you. You know, it got to go with the green death fucking flavor. Yeah, Yeah, that's (laughs) the green death monster. Do Do you want to maybe just like take a five minute break now and then we'll just start with his interview? Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. We will be back with Mm -hmm. Michael Sloves live. Awesome. Hey, this is Spencer Scott Holmes and Ryan Dunningham telling you to come listen to our show, Old Man Orange Podcast. Yay! A show full of freedom. Say, so, yeah, assistant, you, you gotta tell you something, you know. I mean, I, me and you're good friends, you know. I've probably been a little bit of a bully this whole time, you know. I, not, not in a mean way, you know, but you know. I, I'm not gonna lie, you're a little easy to peer pressure into doing things <laughs> you don't want to do. <laughs> We also talk about video games. If we made a Dr. Mario movie, you could at least make it like a Mario Brothers medical drama. Luigi doesn't know. He's like, well, he's wondering why Daisy isn't talking to him anymore. Luigi, you're out every night. You're driving that ambulance all day long. There's no time for love. <laughs> he's like, why can't you be more like your brother? He actually has a PhD. That ambulance, oh, it's always comes back to Mario, doesn't it? Why, why don't you go fuck Mario if that's the one you want? It's <laughs> just is very... I hate to break it to you, but that's what I am doing. We talk funny life stories. It was like, I go to the Heart Rock, which is a little, like, Christian uh, restaurant. And they don't put that on the fucking outside, though. They really should. You don't realize that until you're inside. Like, okay. And you look left, and you look right, and you're like... Fox News is on the... And then, yeah, and then you look at the cross, you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck! And you I'm already in out. here, I'm already in here, what do I do? Yeah. No. Fucking jump through the window, like, there's a perfectly good door there. I panicked. I'm sorry, it's just gonna happen. We also talk movies. Could, Mickey Rourke could have been right there, too. Spinbull's 3. What's going on? a shitty fucking tattoo, he put a big dick on my back. <laughs> look at it! Look at it. It's just like a big fucking veiny cock blowing a load in the back of his head. Come on by to oldmanorange.com, where we got not only podcasts, but cartoons, videos, and more. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, Zune, and even YouTube. And laugh and learn with Spencer Scott Holmes and Ryan Dunnigan on Old Man Orange Podcast. <laughs> Okay, kids, now just shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're back. Yes, we are back. Nice. So I'm assuming we're beautiful. back with uh, Mike Sloves. You're a magician? Yeah, I am, sir. Cool, dude. How long have you been doing that? Oh, wow. Since I was about 19, so I stopped counting. About 28 years. Wow. Have you, uh, have you, do you perform a lot? You know, it's funny. Not anymore. Uh, life took over. You know, uh, if I were to ask you to name a famous magician or a couple famous magicians, you could probably name two or three, maybe yeah. five if you really, really. David Copperfield, really, Penn yep. Tower. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I like the Amazing Jonathan. Amazing yeah, Jonathan. Oh, he's awesome. Okay. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Angel, maybe. Uh, David, David Blaine, Blaine. right? Yeah. Uh, I just named the five. If you want to go that's, for the bonus round, we, yes. we say Houdini. That's all of it. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, how many magicians have gotten rich and really made an, a, a good living and supported a family without, you know, having to worry about, oh, shit, when's my next fucking show? Yeah. Uh, not many. So I had dreams at one point of being a full-time magician. Oh, there's um, Uncle Magic, too. I'm sorry. Uncle Magic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, know if don't get cock magic. <laughs> For all you South Park fans. <laughs> it's but, fun. Uh, I was ahead of my time. Did, uh, so, did, like, when did you stop? Like, uh, geez. Probably right around, uh, right before I got married, you know, and, uh, if you do the math and, uh, my kid is, uh. 18 years old and I'm about to celebrate my 19th anniversary so do the math wow um, I'm not ashamed mm. so uh, you know it's how I married her I mean, if you took a look at my wife you'd understand you know I had to knock her up <laughs> to get her to marry me um, <clears throat> got her drunk one night what gotta can I get say? one of those <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know you 
I was performing restaurant magic, uh, mainly walk around private parties. That's. Uh, I was wondering if you did like kids parties or. Anything. Oh fuck no! I hate kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say it. Anyone who knows me. <laughs> I think I remember you mentioning that. On yeah. One of your shows. No, I cannot do kid. I cannot do kid shows. And once last year, I got tricked into it, and it oh. was it was an absolutely horrendous experience, and I was exhausted at the end of it. And I was like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Um, so I do mainly adults. Um, in case you uh, didn't notice, I don't care about using blue and you know, off-color language. Nice. Um, yeah. And I like doing parties and doing magic for people where I can play off of them. And if someone heckles me, I don't mind putting them down and yeah. you know, doing what I need to do. But if a little kid says, I know how you did that. And you can't say, fuck you, little mother. <laughs> fuck you, you little, little shit. Little, Give your dad here, going to yeah, punch him. Best party, you just drip down your mother's leg. <laughs> I, I, I can't. So I, I got to do adult parties. So I do walk around magic. I do corporate magic. I do uh, private cool. parties. Um, I perform probably uh, half a dozen times a year uh, that I, I would call a paid gig. Is it, I was gonna ask, is it like uh, friends of like a lot of it's you? a lot of it's word of mouth. Yeah, that's right. That's cool. I have a website. I have a Facebook page, and it's you know it's really not that active. Uh, but what I am is I'm really active in the. I'll call it the magic community. You know, everything has a, sub a subculture, right? Right. Mm. You know, magic has a subculture. I'm really involved in things that happen behind the scenes for magicians, with magicians. Um, I have a lot of really strong opinions. Uh, I think I've been in it long enough, almost 30 years, where even though I'm not a full-time working professional, I'm considered a semi-professional or an avid amateur who occasionally does a paying gig. Um, quite frankly, I think I'm entitled to my opinion. Yes, I've seen a I lot heard. of bad magic. <laughs> I've seen a lot of good magic. I've I've performed good magic and I've performed bad magic, and I've seen people go, "Oh my god, I do that! I'm that! I'm that! Oh fuck!" I was gonna try to come up with some really bad, crappy like tricks, and we have a little competition. But <laughs> sure, I never, why not? I never got that far. All I got was like name a number between one and ten. Uh, four. Wrong. Oh, that's all I got. That's all I got. Damn it. <laughs> Wrong. Look, a bird. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I'm fooling you. You don't like it, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I was prepping all day like I usually do, but I just, I was like, ah, scrap that idea. Yeah, I don't know why you'd have a magician on the show. I mean, but hey, why not? Because <laughs> like I said, man, I, I listened to your podcast and I loved it. I loved the, the, uh, the flow of yeah. it. I loved that it was just like a hangout and it wasn't. Like I said, like I was telling him outside, I, I when I was really into the magic thing, I was looking for magician podcasts, and I was listening to this one mainstream one, uh, Richard Young, and he has all these like yeah. famous, well-known magicians on it. And it Scotty was, Wells too. Did you get the Magic Word podcast. Just Scotty I, Wells. I might have. Uh, I don't know, but anyway, so th this guy, like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's good if you're into like magical, a lot of interesting things, but it was just heavily edited. Like yeah. you can hear all the cuts, and it was just like. He, he was very almost scripted, but not. But like you know that he was very, very like they. He wasn't. I don't know. It's not like like their podcast was like ours, where it's I just listened to some guys. today. Yeah, I think one of you guys burped. I'm like, all right, yeah, I listened to one today where they're talking about a woman scraping out her uterus or something cool. like, just shit <laughs> like that. I'm yeah, like, that's yeah, us. that's yeah. the shit and we talk like, about. And like I said too, like uh, there, you hear like beers opening and stuff. And yes. I'm like, this is cool. Yep. This is the type of stuff that I like to listen to. So it's funny. You know? What are the guys you do with? What do you mean? The, the, the guy, other guys on the show with you. Okay. How many are there? Uh, there's typically uh, three of us. That's like there's a core three, and then we have uh, another guy who's just kind of joining us a little bit more regularly now. Uh, but typically we're three, maybe four. We had a we had a fifth guy last night when we recorded. Just uh, he was a special guest, so I think that's the most we've had at one time is five. Mm. Um, so there's Eric, who uh, he's kind of the core guy. He's 
kind of started the show. Uh, there's a whole history behind that, but he used to have a podcast with another friend of his uh, who kind of uh, just kind of disappeared into the ether, right. and uh, life got a hold of him, and mm. as he likes to say, a psychotic wife, you know, he's having emotional problems, he <laughs> called his wife. Um, <laughs> And he just like blipped gone and yeah. their podcast, they had like 10 or 12 episodes in and that just kind of went gone. <laughs> um, so he still wanted to do something. I've always wanted to do something. Our other buddy, Johnny, uh, Johnny Mass, he wanted to do something. So uh, we've talked about doing it, you know, me and Eric and then uh, Eric and Johnny and then Johnny and I, and we just said, fuck it, let's just all do it together. Nice. But when we did it, um, we hate magic podcasts. Let me be honest <laughs> with you. The one that you, you mentioned, uh, I'm mm. not saying it's a bad podcast, but I... I, I really fucking hate, I hate it. it. Yeah, like um, I, there's another guy who does one. As soon I, as I found yours, I stopped listening to his. Like, thank you. That's a great compliment. Thank you very much. Uh, so the other thing, there's another guy. His name is Scotty Wells. Does the magic word? He's probably the most listened to or subscribed to podcast out there on magic. Um, and he does one religiously every week. He travels the the world and he interviews magicians. And it's an interview show. Most magic podcasts are either going to be interview shows. Or they're going to be review shows, you know, reviewing a book, reviewing a trick. Uh, we don't like them, mm. so we said, "Look, let's sit down." And we used to just hang out, like you guys just hang out, and you'd sit down at a bar and you shoot the you, shit. You shoot the shit. Yeah. And that's what we would do. When magicians get together, we would jam. Like musicians get together and jam. We sit around and we shoot the shit. We we say fuck. We insult each other. We talk about each other's wives, scraping people's uteruses out, punching <laughs> them in the mouth. Shut the fuck up, stupid. We do all kind. And quite frankly, we 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 crack ourselves up, We're like. That's what the, if we had an audience? Matters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the only thing we do is, and I was telling Slim, two minutes before the show, sometimes even sooner, we say, what the fuck are we talking about tonight? Nice. And we pick a topic <laughs> cool. and uh, we go for it. And we can spend anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and we just go for it. And we, their other rule was we will not censor ourselves. We don't. Matter yeah. of fact, we lost a listener uh, about a month ago. <laughs> Fuck he, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It actually gave me pause for about a minute. And but, then I said, you know what? Fuck it. We said we're not censoring ourselves. And just because we used the word fuck and Eric talked about punching his wife for waking him up, I don't care. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, we've been attacked by the entire transgender community. Trans we've nice. Been, we've, we've been told that is a that, badge of honor. We, we've been told that, uh, that we should be lit on fire. And dragged oh, through, drag through the streets. Oh, uh, uh, we've had lost threats. threats. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that means you're going places. Yeah. That's all I know. And all, I know. Thank you. And it's the only podcast we know of that, yeah. that's like that. That, you know, it's just at least magic podcasts we know. I was checking like, yours yeah. out. I like the uh, subjects you guys were hitting on. Yeah. I, I heard you talking about like there was one deck. I don't know who actually on the show. One deck of cards that they loved uh, from Walgreens, I think. And oh got, yeah, the studs. It got discontinued. And yeah. one of you guys went in and were like, "What? What do you have in the back? <laughs> I'll buy them right now." And yep. I, I never thought of that happening. Oh yeah, like, we'll we'll do shit like that. We're uh, weird, man. A, a deck of cards though going like being discontinued. Why? Why would they? It, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, we'll even tell you that the bicycle cards, you know, the bikes you can buy in any drugstore, um, in my U.S. playing card company, we'll tell you that the stuff that's been produced over the last five years fucking sucks. Oh, wow. You know, that's compared to like five years prior. The whole collection of them sitting up I, there. I nice. remember uh, John Peasy, yeah. too. He was in uh, live once and he told us about the cards, the differences in the right, decks. Yeah. And, yep. Um, the other, what was the other thing you guys talked about? I wanted to ask what it was because sure. I did listen, but I still didn't really comprehend it. Maybe because I'm not a magician. But yeah. the wallets, I think you guys. Yeah, were we were talking about, about card to wallet. The, yeah, what what are those? Are they like for magic tricks? Yeah, 
Yep. Um, there are some wallets out there that are, uh, I will say, specially constructed in order to ease the effect uh, instead of having to do some what we call knuckle busting uh, to try to get a card into a wallet. So there are some, oh. right? So there are some card, some wallets that are cut and sewn, and certain little flaps and extra things that are built into it. Uh, some of them look cheesy. Some of them don't look real because they're a little <laughs> bit older, and people didn't really care back then. Uh, nowadays, it's all about being uh, organic. I hate that fucking word, but <laughs> you know, why would I have this weird-looking uh, European wallet if I'm sitting here with a pair of jeans on? You know, I want a wallet that looks like a real man's wallet. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. And it, but it's gimmicked all the shit, mm. and they cost an arm and a fucking leg. Do they? I was gonna ask how how much they run. Uh, they can run anywhere from about sixty-five bucks up to I've seen them as high as like one hundred fifty, two hundred. Yeah, still too much. Twenty. Yeah, bucks. it's way too much. <laughs> this is a good <laughs> price for those. Where um, where do you guys buy uh, stuff? Do you go? On buy online or is there a particular uh, magic shop uh well there used to be a shop in philly all right uh south street magic um that's recently closed unfortunately but Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the stuff we buy online um there's uh magic conventions that we go to and there's usually a dealer room where people set up and you can buy stuff there um there's two great magic shops probably within driving distance of this area uh, first one is called Denny and Lee's. That's probably the last great big brick and mortar magic shop down in Baltimore. Um, it's you walk in there and it's a shithole. All right, if you want to basically picture in your mind what an old guy who smokes Winston cigarettes <laughs> two packs a day does when because he's at this shop his shop for. 14, 15 hours a day. It's only him. What this shop might look like, and he's been there for 50 years. You know, it's just stuff strewn everywhere, but the motherfucker knows exactly where everything is. Where everything is, is, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's even got a theater in the back with more storage, with even more shit that you don't see out front. I mean, this is a great magic shop. Wow. I'm I'm afraid its days are probably numbered. Mm. Um, And then the other great one is uh, probably one of the oldest ones in the country, which is Tenon's Magic, which is up in New York City. Um, that one, you walk in and you walk into a showroom no bigger than this room that we're in, but it's got the whole floor and it's a big warehouse all around it. And it's just this one showroom and you gotta kind of go in and either you talk to the guys, if you don't know what you're looking for, that you explain it. And most of the time though, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'll be back in a minute. Go and grab it, bring it back. Over the years, what is the most, what is the one thing you've spent the most on? Like, is it decks of cards? Oh, or? fuck. Oh, one thing I spent the most on, Jesus, coins. Coins? Coins. Um, I used to be really heavily into coin magic, and uh, I'll be honest, uh, a lot of the stuff that we do is using gimmick coins. I I Mm. might not tell you. Here's the thing. I don't mind telling you they're gimmick coins because you can go on eBay, Amazon, or YouTube, and you can find out what types of gimmick coins there are. Yeah. But in the hands of a professional, in the hands of a really good magician, uh, you won't know that you're looking at gimmick coins. Right. Okay. And I have... uh, exacting taste if you will in in coins <laughs> um so i don't use the old uh kennedy sil- uh kennedy half dollars that you, that are worth 50 cents i use walking liberty half dollars oh nice uh, you know from 1940s so you're talking about first the silver value and then the value of them actually having to go out and machine those coins that's what i was gonna ask are they real are they the original coin that they've done something to or yeah. is it uh, oh nah, yeah they're wow, real coins that so... are, they're real coins oh. that have been doctored what that's what I'm in various ways. Wow! And they're they can run anywhere from I paid uh, just for a single coin. 
uh, gimmick, I paid over $120. For another uh, gimmick set that has a couple of other things that it does, uh, I've paid over $300. Now, that's just for Walking Liberties. I also have a set of Morgan Silver Dollars. Oh, they're gorgeous, these, too. These, oh, the Morgans are, are beautiful. Coins, the way man. they feel and the way they sound. Yes. I just got a chubby. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, those are basically take the price of the Walking Liberties and double them. Yeah. For the same thing. Yep. So, yeah, that's probably the most money I've ever spent is on coins. But collectively, over 30 years, by far, it's cards. cards. You know, a, a deck of cards, cards you is... you got to replace. Yeah, a, a deck of cards time, is right? two bucks. Um, and then over the course of 30 years, how many decks of cards I cannot even begin to count. Mm. And you want to have fun as a magician? If I know you said you were into it for a little while. Watch people who aren't magicians as you either write on or rip a card. And their eyes go buggy. He was like, you just ripped a fucking car. You, your deck's ruined. <laughs> That's what I wonder. Do you use the same deck? Like, if you, like, how many cards do you rip until you get a, you use a new deck? Uh, uh, probably till uh, at least 12 to 15. And then what I'll do okay. is that deck, uh, if I'm doing a gig, that deck will get basically just thrown into my case. I'll break out a new deck. And the, all those cards that I didn't use get put in a big pile. For me to use for practice or for ripping or for doing other shit with. So they at least get recycled in some way, mm. shape, or form just behind the scenes. You know? Yeah. Now, I was curious because you said you spent a lot of money on coins or coins, yeah. things that you have to replace too. No. Like the gimmick coins. No, unless things. you drop it and it dings and you step on it or it gets stolen, which has happened too. I can't tell you how many mm. coins have walked at a convention because they're some scumbag just didn't oh. want to spend his own money. Oh, I know God. people have lost like $300 sets of uh, what we call lessons made by... Uh, Guy, his last name is Lassen, and they're like uh, some of the top coins you can get. You know, it's like, first of all, you got to wait two or three months to get the damn things, and then they're three, four hundred dollars. And they mm. you don't leave those lying around, or you don't leave your case lying around if someone sees you have them. Mm. Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. I was going to ask too, um, Ah, dude, like you, like you said, you could just look them up on eBay and all mm -hmm. that. Like, does that make like, does that take anything away when you do a trick? Are there, are there a lot of people, more people nowadays that there were back in the day that would be like, I know how you did that. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Face over that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, dude. Um, I fucking hate the internet for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, so, it's infuriating. Well, the first thing that came to mind when I was prepping this, there, I, I don't know, don't know if you know Slim, but you probably remember Mike. Oh, there was a guy. In the, the 90s, I think. Yes, who was that jerk? Wow, and he would that go. Like, that was Valentino. <laughs> that was okay. Yeah, I was yeah. googling it. And that I was, thought Valentino. It was Valentino. And, and he would go yeah, on TV. Valentino, and uh, yeah, he got ostracized for that shit. He was getting death threats <laughs> for that so, shit. I, you know, it's funny. The stuff that he that. did, though, a lot of the stuff that he uh, that he exposed was old. Okay, right, a lot of it was old, but still, it was the principle of the thing. Mm. I was like, dude, you know, you you you. Nothing had been done like that beforehand. Yeah. It was always like magician never tells his secrets. Right. And that was that was the marketing ploy behind it. And yeah, he he gave away yeah, the zigzag, which yeah. honestly, okay, I'm not a big illusion guy. I, I don't get I don't have a big truck that I travel around to different shows and do a stage production. But quite frankly, zigzag, which is, you know, the the woman stands in the in the cabinet with the three sections and they move the middle section out and her hands up here. Yeah. All right. Uh, that thing's fucking expensive, all right? Yeah. <laughs> to get a good one is like fifteen hundred bucks. Wow. All right. And when that's in so people's acts currently and someone goes out there on Fox and decides to expose it. Oh shit. Dude. I don't blame him for wanting to string his balls Right, up. I'd be right. breaking his legs and shit. Yeah. You know, there was Fuck. some, like, he, okay, he even exposed, like, some things with, like, the gimmick rings and shit like that. And, like, yeah. you, and, and the thumb tips. And, like, ugh, you fucking asshole. Mm. You know? I Didn't thought I remembered hearing about him getting, like you said, ostracized and death threats. I, I so, thought I remembered that. There was a, 
this trick I did for someone once. It's basically this trick. So it looks like one rubber band is behind the others. And here, I'll try it on camera. Nope, maybe that way. No. Yeah, we'll do it that way. Um, eh, who cares? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm doing it for you. I'm not doing it for them. <laughs> By the book, I did. All right, here's what you do. So one band's behind the other, right? And then you do this, and they pass, they come apart. Uh, I did that for someone. I have a whole four or five minute routine on that. And <clears throat> two days later, he comes up to me and says, oh, I, I, I looked it up on YouTube how you did that. That's really cool. Mm. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, you the thing with the rubber bands. What about it? Oh, I, I looked it up on YouTube. Thank I could never do it, but you do it so well. I'm like, uh, yeah, great. Thanks, man. Thanks, dude. Thanks, yeah. appreciate that. Mm. Yeah, did you enjoy the magic? Did you? Oh, it was really cool. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You know, what are you going to do? Oh. It's, uh, yeah, the YouTube sucks for the shit. And the, I don't mind if someone goes on YouTube and says, hey, look what I've been practicing. And, and, and they do right. it halfway decently or they do it really well and they want people's opinions or whatever. Great. Mm. But if you're on a 14-year-old, 15-year-old kid, um, yeah, and if you're a 14, 15-year-old kid, you shouldn't be listening to this fucking podcast, degenerate. I'm going to beat your parents. So anyway, I mean, they go on there and they do it badly, and they're exposing it unknowingly. And even worse, you got some kids out there who's like, oh, I just got this for Christmas, and let me show you how it works. Uh, yeah. I mean, that kid I, I is just, you want to just punt him. Oh. You know, and it's just horrible. Now, do you think it's better for people to learn from books than video, or do you think video kind of helps a little? I think you should start learning from books. Books. Uh, I did a whole. I, I don't know if you heard the show. I did a whole. We did a whole did, thing yeah. on books, right? Um, I have a library. Eric's got a library. Johnny's got a lot. I mean, someday I'd, I'd take. I'll take pictures of this and mail them to you. This guy we know, Mark D'Souza, uh, who has got probably every magic book printed in the last hundred years wow that's fucking and, I mean, awesome his basement is like a museum right, yeah. of just stuff and books are where it starts mm. and uh video i think is a great addition to the books like learn something from a book if you're not quite getting it go to a video figure out uh what you're doing wrong and help you get over a hump i think it's a great aid i don't think it's a good replacement what's a good uh starter book like a good go-to uh, Mark Wilson's Course in Magic. You can get it at any that. book. You see, you can get it at any <laughs> bookstore. It's got some close-up magic. It's even got some stuff that, with a little polish, you could actually put in a professional act. Mm -hmm. cool. With a little bit of polish and the right kind of presentation, you could do it. Did you? Uh, I was learn learning. Uh, I was learning some SpongeBob stuff from that actually. SpongeBob. Uh, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. <laughs> some SpongeBob uh, stuff from that. And yeah, What's yeah, that? it's like uh, SpongeBob. The ball? little, the little red balls. Little, little balls. Um, and just just learning how to like, oh, you know, do the sleight of hand yeah. with them. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and it actually there's good instructions on uh little stuff like that, like the palming and things. Yep. Like that. There's a hundred different ways to palm a sponge ball and produce a sponge yeah. ball. And yep. <laughs> four DVD sets on sponge balls. Uh, <laughs> sponge one of the most ball expensive the collectible books is the Frank Garcia uh, Sponge Ball Encyclopedia. You can, it's obviously way out of print. The guy's dead. That's like 250 bucks if you can find it. Wow. It's just a collector's <laughs> item, you know? Yeah. But yeah, sponge balls are great. Um, any professional magician can practice and do knuckle busting shit at a gig. Everyone remembers the fucking sponge balls. Everyone wants to eat the fucking... Can you do the thing with the sponges? Can you do the thing with the sponge? What about the rising card thing that I practiced 30 years on? No, we haven't seen sponge balls. They were really cool. With the sponge bunnies and the sponge dong. He's <laughs> a sponge cock. I'm really not kidding. <laughs> I actually had a you don't have that? I, I do I not have the sponge a case cock. Of them, bro. I was actually wondering, too, if there, if there were magicians who just specialized in doing, like, weird, like, like, 
sexual magic. Like, is that a Ooh. thing? Like, um, I think the Lamborghini once said it. He was just because I guess cause oh, he, he said he uh, wondered it or well, because he because he, uh, he watched South Park and I guess you brought up like they do oh, magic, magic yeah. and stuff like that. So, is there anybody who actually does shit like that or? There are people who have very blue humor. I don't think there's anyone that actually, does, you know, and they do things with, uh, they're, they're really just little asides for a, right. adults. Like, here, let me show you something kind of cool. But it's, don't, like, they don't make their whole act Produce out of a dildo out of No, no, <laughs> no. But I, what I wanted to, to I have some friends back. who are swingers. I can ask them. Maybe, there's a, maybe they go to these resorts. Maybe there's a magician there that does that kind of shit. I don't know. But uh, going back to, to your podcast, and what I want to say, one of the things I liked about it is I think that... Um, you guys just give a lot of advice just in the entertainment business in general because there's mm -hmm. things that you guys have talked about that I brought up talking to comedians and stuff yeah. like that because a lot of it sort so of you're coincides. Stealing his I, no, I okay. have stolen uh... materials. Well, I have talked about the clown things. You guys—that's that's the best shit. The ones you steal. Uh, you guys, uh, I, I told you about the uh, clowns. How clowns take their faces very serious, uh, and I've learned that oh, from yeah. Their, from their uh, podcasts of how uh, serious clowns are about their face. I have friends who are I'm sorry, you, you're all fucking psychos. And you're my friends and I still like you, but you're fucking psycho. I mean, these guys have to build up that mental barrier, that brick wall in their psyche to separate their, their themselves from their clown persona. What? They refer, oh to their, they refer to their clown character in the third person. Seriously, well, Tinkerbell does Bubbles. this trick, and then Tinkerbell does this trick, and then you realize that you two are one and the same, right? Wow. Seriously, it... it drives me crazy and you guys were saying like they like they design their face and if somebody else steals their face yeah. it's like a huge yeah it's a huge it's a faux pas yeah. wow <laughs> oh seriously yeah i don't like no <laughs> it's it, and it's it's if you i think i even said this on the show there's like this venn diagram and you got magicians over here and you got clowns over in this little overlap what about mimes <laughs> Like where oh, do they no. fall well, into I think uh, they're like the used car salesman of the clown world. <laughs> <laughs> well, we—I've always been fas fascinated uh, recently with that because we interviewed uh, this girl, uh, Crystal. I was, was just thinking of that Crystal, when the, you said about the clown face. The, Crystal, the girl clown. The girl something. clown, and she was one of those. Just it was oh, just the shittiest version of a clown. She I just think? had a heart oh. on her face, and she was like, "I paint faces," and I was like, "Do you make like balloon animals?" She's like, "I could make Spider Man." I'm like, I, I want a fucking balloon animal, not like Spider-Man. And that's like, oh all this girl God. did is she, she did kids. she had a movie, too. And a she had a movie, yeah, a rom -com. What? Called Are Girl Clown the Movie, yeah. This was a while ago we had yeah. this. Oh, I gotta this find this episode. On, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's on a... It's on YouTube. <coughs> and Slim just crucified her. It was the best. Slim just fucking gave her a lot of shit. I was angry like, about him, man. Like, 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 you're yep. not a clown. Did she you're even realize you were busting on her? Oh, or did she just take it in stride? You I know? think I, I, I tried giving like a real, real corny joke and did this, <laughs> and uh, she she thought that was the best. She's like, "Oh yeah, you guys are, you guys have the horn." Like, oh, right. I don't even think she had a horn. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I don't think I've ever met a full time clown that has actually been like normal, like, a, a normal outside of makeup. I'm sorry. I mean, they, they are definitely like more comfortable in the makeup. Oh. I can tell. It's just one of those things. So you mentioned earlier about like uh, seeing people do bad magic, yep. and you've done bad. Well, give us an example of what bad magic would be. Oh my god! Um, so, as a matter of fact, I just saw a show uh, recently. I'm not going to name any names in case anyone I know is listening to this. I doubt it, but hey, mm. um, nobody listens to us. Yeah, I, I listened <laughs> once actually, and that was a half an episode because it's really long. Yeah, it is. It's a long haul. <laughs> That's okay. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, there's this trick where you have a sponge ball. 
and you bring a, a, a guy and a girl up on stage, and the basically you have two sponge balls, and you give one to the guy, one to you, and the idea is the one sponge ball turns invisible and travels invisibly over the stage into her hand. Okay. And then it goes back and forth, and then here, I'll, you hold one, you hold the other, and then look, I'll give you this one, and it's going to turn invisible and join it in her hand. Um, yeah, could you stand doing that for 20 minutes? Mm-mm. No, especially with just like corny jokes, like you just, oh, just the when, same when trick someone over says and it over, and over it, yeah, it's like, and not yeah. even that, it's it's the same trick three times over that 15, 20 minute period, followed, it, it interspersed with, um, hey, what you have to do is blow into your hand. Oh, oh no, it didn't work. You got to blow harder. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it still didn't work. You got to blow harder. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Oh no. It's, it's like, <laughs> Badly presented, okay. badly slighted, <laughs> badly framed, and is like, and then at the end when people go, so there's this legend in the magic business. His name is Bob Little. He's like 85 years old. He's now hard of hearing. Everyone loves the guy. He's a really funny guy, really cool. And he's sitting next to me during this during during this act. And since he's a little hard of hearing, when he talks to you, even if he thinks he's whispering, he's really not. Really loud. <laughs> he says. <laughs> If he does this again, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> Doesn't he make you want to rip your face off? <laughs> like, yeah, Bob. <laughs> oh, shit. That made me think of my friend Jeremy's uh, grandfather. He said one time he took him out shopping, and uh, they were at a, a store, and there was a transgendered uh, cashier. And just real loud, he leans in and goes, that's not a, that's not a girl. <laughs> Jeremy said he was just—he was just horrified. Oh my god! I wanted to laugh at the same time. Like had to be, had to be kind of correct. You know, the person was right there. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's just like Bob. Yeah, it's great. Oh, this one woman oh. gets up to do this one act, and he leans over to me again and says, "If she does that ring and string thing again, I'm just gonna fucking leave." <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So yeah, there's a lot of bad magic out there. Take a quick break. Yeah, yeah we will do Come that. Back. Again, I'm burning up. It's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, and I'm kind of sweating too. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll just turn the heat off. It's been this way. No, I think I lowered it to like 72. Like, it's just, that's not too. That's not crazy. Is it coming mm. off the light? Ah, I never thought. Yeah. Maybe the lights. Like, yeah, maybe. Could be, they are. Yeah, they're they're really. But we'll be back. Yes. So, stay there. Hey, everybody. This is little Stevie, and I, I don't brush my teeth, motherfuckers. I get all this gray gunk and shit all, all over them, and that's the special ingredient in my teeth grease. Uh, I will scrape that shit off, and I will put it in a jar or cup and send it to you. Order it now, you fucktards. Go to LittleStevie'sGreaseTeeth.com We're back. Nice. This is awesome. I've never been on a podcast where we actually... Let's take a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> we just yeah. keep going. It's like, oh, we've got to take a piss. All right. We just go to... Don't I just thought the breaks long. are good to like just refresh yeah. and collect your thoughts and all that. Happy yeah. more shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, especially like we're probably one of the few podcasts out oh, there that go for four hours. Length. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, that impresses me. That impresses me. I'm usually like 30 seconds, but four hours, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, we got a lot, a lot of compliments on that over the years. And So how long have you guys been doing this? Third, third year? 
third year of this show. Yeah, we uh, Rob and I've been doing a podcast together for four years, uh, but we rebranded ourselves after one. So this, this show, yeah, we're rebranding ourselves. He had a, a cousin we used to do the show with, and he was not my good cousin. For it. Yeah, not he's, good for it. He, cut he was his, young. He, had 19 he fired year his old, own cousin. You know, I had to fire wow. my own cousin. That's <laughs> hardcore. Man, you're cold, man. <laughs> you're cold. I did it through a text message. I think once oh, even by like, text message, he broke up via text. That's I was like, nice. "You want me to do it?" And he's like, "I already did it." Fuck yeah. <laughs> Slim's becoming a man. So let me ask you, if you don't mind me asking, do you guys uh, get any sponsors? Are you uh, anything like that? Trying. Trying so hard. That's the hardest thing. Yeah. Uh, they want you to have like thousands of downloads per episode. Yeah. And, like, I'll, I'll be honest, had... I guess we don't want them. Yeah. That's yeah, um, another thing. We uh, don't want people controlling that. Us. I would never, yeah, so. be like, yeah, you have to. So uh, our, my buddy Eric, who's, who started this, his old podcast, um, this is kind of why it died down, I think, is because he and his partner were having like uh, some differing opinions on where they wanted to bring the podcast. Mm. Um, so they wanted to do like reviews as part of their magic show, you know. So uh, they called up this, uh, if you were doing magic, illusionist.com. Um, yeah. The guy who owns that, his name is Brad Christensen. And uh, he said, yeah, we, we have this podcast. You can listen to us. And uh, we'd like to do some reviews of some of your latest effects. And he said, well, you're going to give him good reviews? Uh, we're going <laughs> to give an honest review. Well, if you're not going to give him a good review, I'm not going to. I don't want you to review it. Yeah. It's like you see, and once you start that shit, you're like, no, nah, I don't want. I don't want sponsors. I don't yeah. want. I don't want to do reviews. I don't want to do shit like that. We we just we have our opinions, and if they, something sucks, we're going to say it sucks. You know? We had this we, one company, we, and uh, they said, uh, and I told them, you know, when we signed up, I said, you know, SoundCloud doesn't reflect <laughs> all of our downloads, all of our listens. We have two other stations we're on that have a, like one of them had like. 10,000 listens a month, and the yeah. other one, we get 3,000, the one we're on now, IPM, about 3,000 listens a show, and uh, the iTunes doesn't go into our, um, uh, what is that called, the statistics on SoundCloud, like, they, they only show up as, like, a gray lump, they could be downloads, it could be uh, plays, but they, they're just one gray lump, and I say, you know, that could be hundreds of downloads, I don't know what that is, so they had no problem with that, then they got us Audacity as a, uh, as a sponsor we did their ad we uh, ran audible, it. audible audible that's audible what it was. Audible. audible.com and uh yeah and then oh what a pain in the ass too for yeah we had to record this ad for audible uh, like there was like 10 times because every oh single God. time we sent it to the you guy he was like whoa this. yeah Nope. I, quite frankly, I'd rather spend the however many thousands I need to do to set up everything I need to set up than yeah. be slave to someone else. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, so then, like two weeks after we'd been running that, uh, yeah, all they went by was SoundCloud um, statistics, and we can't have the show that doesn't have enough downloads. I was like, I told you when I signed up, and then some asshole recently emailed me about it, and I was like, it'd be great if we can get a fucking. Uh, sponsored through you guys and they were like yeah well that's what we're trying to do and i'm like well i, I fucking said this the last time and all you went by was soundcloud like right so well, what are you gonna do what are you yeah. gonna do and i just and then they followed us on twitter <laughs> i guess it was stick it to the man <laughs> <laughs> i don't care i'll be straight shitty to you like you, yeah. you, you did a fucking shitty and then i think the guy was like if you want to, because uh, he had some shit we had to insert the ad with. I don't even fucking still understand what that means. Like, how are you supposed to put that ad into the no show no. with this fucking yeah. basting tool, whatever the fuck it was called? We're... And then, uh, because we didn't do it that way, I would have to figure out, I'd have to, like, send him the links to the show with exactly what time the ad was, and he could get so us he could $2 dollars and, and audit you cents. and make sure that you're doing yeah. what you said you're going to do. Yeah, no, nah, right. fuck yeah. you, dude. No. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> nope. But there were other 
people who had offered but never carried out. Like we had this guy, uh, John from Hangover Pretzels, and he was great. He came in the studio, A local guy, really awesome guy. He uh, he makes pretzels in Jersey, and uh, I think Cherry Hill was he based? I think he was Something based in like, like Cherry that. Hill. His pretzels are great. I met him at like a beer amazing. fest. He came in. He brought us. A box of pretzels, Shirts, three bottles of thing. tequila. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Pretzels and really, tequila. Great guy. T-shirts is really great guy. Really cool. He knows and how to buy the love. Yeah. And he said, <laughs> uh, he said, hey, I'll give you guys, you know, you, you plug my this pretzels. Much. I'll give you, like... A little bit and like a box of pretzels. A box, a box of, of pretzels a month. A month we were yeah. like, so yeah, perfect. Of course, awesome, of course. And still never. You know, I guess he was just very busy. Beer company too. Once he opened his brewery, was going to, and then still nothing. Yeah. Uh, so, Even yeah. ran into him at a beer fest, and he was all excited to see us and all that, but he never, never We got to get together. Yeah. We got to do that thing. <laughs> right. I'll call you. So, yeah, no, it just doesn't. It's, it's shitty. Yeah. It's a shitty. So yeah, thing. we do we do ours for the labor of love. We do, yes. we, we love doing it. Yeah, that's the that's only reason we is. do it is because we love it, not and, because um, someone's paying us to do get it. A good, we get a good it. review or like a good guest. Like, yeah, that's fun. A great yeah. conversation. We exactly. live for bad reviews too because we just love to say fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> so, I love I love the bad. <laughs> no, the bad ones are better. <laughs> oh yeah, we've got some great ones. Uh, I've said uh, a few times on break. I was telling him about to get involved on Twitter and Potter and Family to how mm. great that has been for us and to connect with other other shows and all yeah. that good stuff yeah. it's been awesome it's been awesome i was gonna ask you too what so is eric it? if you're listening oh. twitter potter and family you're probably yes. not listening you lazy son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, this one's um, for you eric shut up stupid <laughs> what is the craziest thing you've ever seen happen at a magic show either that you've been performing at or were just oh there? craziest freaking thing i've like seen fights I, or uh, this is a, this is among magicians, this is an urban legend, but it, it, it is it has happened, and I've seen it. Um, so there's this effect. It's uh, it's called ring flight. You might have heard us talking about it. Um, basically, the effect is this: uh, you borrow someone's ring, and you disappear the ring, and the ring winds up on your in your key case with your keys dangling from the rest of your keys, and you take it off. Um, <clears throat> scariest craziest thing i'd ever seen was someone doing a ring flight with someone's beautiful diamond ring and the ring goes one way and the stone goes another oh, <laughs> oh no <laughs> hilarity and, oh and hilarity did ensue <laughs> <laughs> with one person like on the ground on all fours looking for the fucking ring <laughs> oh my god this boys and girls is why magicians need liability insurance <laughs> seriously craziest freaking thing holy shit oh yeah it was like a couple thousand dollar diamond Ooh. it was crazy that's what I was gonna ask do you use their, their rings oh yeah wow. I, I know people that won't do that in fact simply because I, of that I would they just won't not. do it. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. my God. Too many scary stories, and I I didn't believe them until I saw it happen. <laughs> do, does anyone ever try to fight a magician? That's what Oh, yeah. All the time. <laughs> really? Uh, especially if you're in, uh, like, I do mainly, like I said, I mean, do mainly adult shows. Mm. I do a lot of walk around. Um, sometimes in bars, sometimes at cocktail parties. Usually there's some kind of alcohol being served mm. at, at nine times out of ten of these events. And, you know, you got instant asshole just at alcohol. Yes. And uh, you got the one, you, you go up to a group that has the alpha male. Right? You, it's called being alpha, right? You know, mm. and uh, the guy tries to, you know, oh, I saw a magician. I saw he did that. I, I read a book. I saw it on YouTube. Look, watch what he. And sometimes it can get uh, pretty nasty, especially you got someone like me who I'm a, I'm a big guy. Yeah. Um, 
And I don't take that shit. You know, I will shut you down, try to be polite about it. And as soon as it keeps going uh, up and up and up and up, I mean, I'll, I'll go up there with you. That's it. You know, to the point where, yeah, okay, I'm being unprofessional. I got to turn around and walk away. Um, there was uh, one party I was at, you know, I shut the guy down a bit and he got really pissed at me. Um, I, I forgot what I said to him. It was something like, um, I did this trick. He was being a real asshole. I said, uh, uh, why did the chicken cross the road? I'm looking straight at him. I don't know what, get to the other side. No, he's going to the asshole's house. And I turn around, I start another trick. <laughs> and I do this other trick for someone else. And he's still like stunned. He's like, what the fuck kind of a stupid ass fucking joke was that? <laughs> I, I finished this next effect for this next person. I turned back around, I said, knock, knock. He said, who's there? The chicken. <laughs> it's a stupid fucking joke, but everyone in that group knew that the guy had just gotten burned. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and I saw him turn red, both with embarrassment and anger. Oh, yes. I mean, he was. Did he, he keep was, coming? Like, oh yeah. He 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 kept trying, and I eventually just walked away. Wow. You know, he his chest was starting to heave. <laughs> All right. I got gotcha. you. I'm going home with your wife now, motherfucker. Bye. <laughs> wow. How does a a magician gig usually work? Like, uh, are you the only magician there? Or there's several magicians? Okay. Uh, it depends on the party, right? Um, at a large party, I've done gigs with uh, one or two people, um, where especially you have uh, like a large uh, a large corporate or large uh, cocktail party, where okay. it's just impossible for one person to um, service two hundred people. Okay, right. you draw would get tired. Mm. Um, uh, then on the some of the small ones like a birthday party where it's like 30, 40 people or a charity event thirty forty people I can do a single magician. Yep. Cool. How long does your act go? Uh, it depends how much you're going to pay me. Okay. Uh, I'll be, I'll be quite honest with you. It's uh, 45 minutes is the typical, what you're going to find. Like it's so much for a 45 minute to an hour show. Uh, the 45 minutes usually is 45 minutes of me from the moment I step out to start performing to the moment I end, uh, the 15 minutes to make up a quote unquote hour is me getting there, setting up, uh, getting, uh, getting my props in order, getting changed, uh, doing all that and then breaking down. That's the extra time. You had an episode where you guys talked about valuing, uh, like yeah. what price you put it, and that was really good. Can you kind of get into that a little bit? Sure. Um, magicians are viewed kind of as um, uh, used car salesmen of the entertainment industry, um, so we are a couple steps above the mime used car salesman, but you know, mm, yeah. not by much. Um, and people don't <laughs> think we're worth it. Um, the people get surprised when I tell them my price. Um, I'm uh. you know three hundred and fifty dollars for a forty-five minute for a one-hour show. Um, and people, take, how do you get off spending that much, you're charging that much money? Um, to be honest, uh, like how much does your doctor get paid? How much does your lawyer get paid? Right. And These are people that are professionals service. that have been right. in the industry that have practice and degrees and been doing it for 15, 20 years. Yeah. I've been doing my thing for 25, 30 years. Mm. I don't and, see why that's that bad of a... I mean, would you hire a band or a DJ for your wedding and say, oh, well, I only wanted... I thought maybe it would only be like $50. I was just going to say what they... They should charge like a lot more. That's uh, a, a typical DJ is about $700 that's, for a five-hour five five hour gig. But yeah, even that, like that's more. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I've never heard anyone question a DJ. Like, yep. Uh, it's a gig salad has probably done a lot to contribute to killing uh, the value of uh, of an entertainer, right. um, especially when you have people who are really they're not doing it professionally. Uh, they don't value their time. They don't, uh, mm. and they all they want is like an extra fifty bucks, 
an extra hundred bucks because they're bored and have nothing better to do. And they say, I'll do your birthday party for 50 bucks. Is that a website or? Gig Salad is a website. It sounds like that yep, Fiverr it's... shit where it's like, oh. Yeah, I'll... Uh, yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's the Fiverr oh, of the entertainment industry. Oh. So you can just go out there and say, yeah, I, I'm a magician in the Philadelphia, PA, New Jersey area. And uh, this is how much I'll do a, a one hour birthday party for it. 50 bucks, 75 bucks. Mm. People call them. And sometimes you get people calling you out of the blue and expect to be paying that much. And it's really frustrating. Or then the ones who want you to do it for free for exposure. Oh, <laughs> what does that work? Oh, what there'll you... be a lot of people there. You can pass out your business cards. A lot cards. of important people. Yeah. A lot of important people that you can pass out your business cards and you'll get lots and lots of other free shows out of it. <laughs> yeah, because they're not, how much, did, how much did Mike charge you? That's what, it. He did it for free? Well, you did it for Sally for free. <laughs> so, we're not, we don't go down that road. We try not to go down that road. And the no, people that do go down that road, fuck you. You never get it. back. Yeah, that's it. You don't, you don't the only time I'll route. ever do a show for free is usually for charity. But then what I'll do is I'll have them uh, write me a check for my normal fee, and then I'll write a check back to them for the same amount. That way I can use it and I can deduct it as a charitable, yeah, as a charitable donation. Okay. Right? Instead of me just saying, oh, well, no charge because you're whatever. Yeah, you have to be able to at least write it off. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm using my time. I'm using my gas. Uh, we talked about cards being our consumable item. You know, I'm going through right. two or three decks of cards, and, you know, there's, uh, there's things that get worn out that need to be replaced, including my hair. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm off my soapbox. You hit on a you hit on a nice touchy subject. I'm losing mine, man. It's. Uh, I mean, I'm do people to... do that mu with musicians? I mean, you know, I mean, if you go to like a bar band, I mean, those guys get a couple hundred bucks, right, to do yeah. a couple to do a, two sets. <laughs> yeah. You know, people wouldn't or even think about covers. hiring a musician or a band yeah. for or a DJ for nothing, but you know, magicians. Band. Oh, you're fucking cheap. Uh, well, I, I like that you guys are saying crazy. too, like that you get. What you pay for, like oh, that's another thing. Exactly. Yeah, oh, the guy for fifty bucks. It's just yeah, that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna the, get a fifty dollar magician. Yeah, yeah, he watched a couple of YouTube videos and he's like, "Oh, I'm good. <laughs> Practiced for a week." Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, it's funny. We've uh, I, I've known guys that have gone out to the magic shop or just gotten something online and they've uh, they bought it and they read the instructions or watched the DVD. God forbid you read anymore, motherfucker. Ah, right. That's it. So they watch the DVD or they watch the downloadable video instructions and they try it a couple of times. And say, okay, cool. I'm ready to put it in my show. And they go out and they go to put in their show that night. I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Kill me now. Let me, give, give me a fucking machete. I'm going to chop off your goddamn motherfucking hands because you don't deserve it. I practiced uh, sleight of hand with cards for six months, and I thought I got really decent. Never showed a trick to anybody. Ah, no? that's because you suck. No, nah, come on. <laughs> I was just like, nah. I'm just like, yeah. No, my rule I don't think I'm good enough. <laughs> yeah, my rule of thumb, I, it's, you'd be surprised how long it takes me to take a trick from uh, just learning about it, reading about it, practicing it, to actually putting it into a show in a rotation it's uh six months to a year minimum wow and because wow. it's not uh, any magic effect is 10 percent technical 90 percent presentation right if if i'm just gonna say um here look at this trick uh, we eric and i call that the the stewart syndrome if you remember mad tv look what i can do you know yeah, yeah look what i can do <laughs> you know if it's not entertaining it's just you know look what i can do so <laughs> look at this look at yeah this. and that's not magic that's you know just showing off that's me trying to fool you and trying to make you think i'm smarter than you which i think is wrong mm. it's not it's not doing anything to advance the art of magic i loved what uh one of the episodes you guys were talking about too because i'm just remembering all of them and the uh, one it's all coming back in a flood of I know, the, the, the one was great of where uh i think it was just titled i, I did it to get laid and oh was yeah it, was it you who worked the kid on the bus yeah, it was me. oh that it was, was a, yeah it was a Petco. can you tell that story oh jesus christ okay so uh <laughs> this is great i work in philly um and uh, every day I take uh, Patco uh, from Jersey to Philly. 
And uh, I was standing there on the platform, and I see this kid. He must have been about, I don't know, 18 years old. And he had a deck of cards, and he goes up to this pretty girl about the same age and says, uh, hey, you want, want to see this? They sh showed him, pick a card. And uh, he did a really basic, uh, what we call an ambitious card routine, where you take a card, you sign it, and or you pick a card, you put it in back in the middle of the deck, and it keeps rising to the top of the deck. Right. That's the basic effect behind an ambitious card. So he did an ambitious card. And he didn't do a great job. He did it mm. enough to probably fool somebody, but he didn't do a great job. And right after that, when she says, oh, interesting. Uh, he said, here, let me show you how I did it. Because he obviously wasn't getting laid from impressing her with the magic. <laughs> so he said, here, let me show you. Well, let me show you how I did this. And he shows her like the, the moves and stuff. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to kill this mother. I'm going to kill this shit. And I followed him onto the train. Yes, I stalked him. I admit it. I stalked, uh, I stalked an 18-year-old kid. Uh, I said that I'm live at internet. Great. It's there forever. Um, so I, I sat down across the aisle from him and he's still like playing with his cards. I'd be dead eye staring. <laughs> oh, I, I was basically dead eye staring him. Yeah. And uh, uh, he looked, he sees me looking at him and I, I basically said, can I see your cards a minute? And I basically, you did that all wrong. And I started giving him a lesson <laughs> oh. right there on the train. And I said, and don't you ever show anyone ever how to do a trick. I don't care if you did it badly. I don't care. I don't care if you did it to get laid, kid. Don't do it. Yeah. You know, we're watching. The eye is watching you. We're all out We're going to fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so I invited him actually out to a magic club meeting. I invited him. You know, I gave him my card. I said, here, you know, call me. We, we, I can set up lessons. I can do anything. You know, just That's what I was gonna please ask stop you... doing it the way you're doing if it. If you gave right. less, lessons over the years. I, I've given lessons over the years, yeah. I try to get my kids involved in it. And every three or four years, dad, can you teach me magic? Yeah, and then they realize how much work it is. And they stop. <laughs> I was like, long, this long kid never work, called yeah. me, never did anything. So yeah, this uh, kid just did it to get laid. And yeah. He was trying to get laid. <laughs> and, and that didn't work. He tried to show her how the trick was done. Maybe that would impress to get them laid. I don't know. What do you recommend? Uh, how long do you think somebody should practice a trick before they actually show it to anybody? Well, because you don't want to mess up and reveal it. Because right. I, I think I did. I, I lied when I said I never showed a trick. I think I think I did one stupid one at somebody at work. Uh, one Try of to get laid? Where you, uh, yeah. Where, you know, the, what was the, his name? The Sorry. Car <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know him that well. Christian. <laughs> Christian. Oh, Christian Vogel? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, you know, the, the, you, you put the deck in your pocket and you penetrate. The card comes out of the deck. and Clutch. They picked. Yeah. It's just so right, stupid like right? that. And like after I was done it, the, the person was just like, oh, yeah, you uh, did this. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, they yeah. called you right out. <laughs> yeah. they wow. You wow. Um, so let me ask you this. How long did you practice it? Honestly. No one. Honestly? No, well, no judgment. That trick itself, probably only like two days. But I had practiced the like the overhand shuffle and the controls for like four or five months. Okay. So it was just that one. But you know what? And it was the first time I performed a trick. I was mm -hmm. really nervous. I'm turning bright red, yep. and I'm just shaking. And it's, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's I think I, yep. I think I was holding the deck the wrong way. It might have yep. been. She might have been able to see that. You know what I was doing. So, so what you should do, honestly, um, you should have practiced the presentation. Yeah. Okay. Until it was second nature. Until the words. Um, just spewed out of your mouth because your tongue and your lips and your voice uh, had the in body in muscle memory, and your hands and your fingers would be coordinated with the sounds coming out of your mouth, so that there was really no um, indication that you were ever thinking about what you had to do next. Oh wow! Right, it's one of those things. That the magic is should be happening to both of you, and you're okay. just conducting it. 
It's happening through you. It's not you're not that you're making it happen. It's when people start to, you know, when you try to overprove something, when you try to show someone something, um, that's when they get suspicious. Like, well, why is he showing me that? Why is he showing me this? Uh, the card is, you know, look, it's only one card. Why is he showing me it's only one card? Of course, it's only one card. Why is he having to do that? Why is he having to prove that to me? Uh, <laughs> things like that. So, you know, practice the whole fluid motion of the entire effect from the time it starts to the time it ends, including your script. And you can see I'm back on my soapbox, sorry. Um, <laughs> to the point where, you know, it's second nature Just, to you. And you have yeah. no reason to be nervous because your, your hands and your fingers are going to do all the work for you without you even thinking how to do it. Nice. So um, I practice a trick for months and months and months to get my body to remember how I do it. Um, then I put a script to it, and I try that a whole bunch of times. Um, I even, and my wife thinks I'm absolutely crazy because I do this in front of a mirror downstairs in our family room. And she's like, who are you talking to? Uh, now you're practicing magic again. Okay. Um, now you're business. Now you're business. <laughs> my audience is out there. Be quiet. Um, so, <laughs> uh, and I get that down and I just practice that and practice that and practice that. And I talk to myself in the shower and I do Sometimes I do that just with the show, like yeah. anticipating a you conversation, anticipate a conversation right? I'm in the driveway having in a your... cigarette. Right. And I realize my neighbors are right there. Like probably like, who's, Who's he talking to? Creep. And that's that's the way I practice magic, and that's I the way do. you should do it too. You know, until you know, it's whenever you seem nervous that something's happening, they're gonna know something's happening. They're gonna look for it. Mm. Our audiences aren't dumb. Yeah, they're not dumb. I mean, as much as we like to hope, they I think are. really is. I don't know. I don't like that rubber band thing. I practiced that for six months before <laughs> I even had the moves down, and I've been practicing it and refining it for another twenty years. We have to so, wrap this up. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah, no problem. Before, but uh, Mike, real quick, definitely sure. say. Tell everybody where they can find you sure. and your show. Sure. Uh, my name again is Mike Slows, and I am part of what's called Magic Cast Group. Hey, it's Creepy Old Guy from Must Hate Zombies, and you're listening to the Bob and No, Guy. No, no. It's Rob and Slim. Rob and Slim? Yeah, Rob and Slim. I thought it was the Bob and Tom show. No. Rob and Slim. All right. Uh, yeah, creepy old guy here from Mustate Zombies, and you're listening to the Rob and Slim show, I guess. All right. I'm going to go get a drink. See ya. That was amazing, by the way. Uh, Mike was just showing me a, uh, a car trick. Uh, while we were on break there, and that's why I missed this phone call. But it was it was amazing. I picked a card, and he was just like, "Oh yeah, don't pick the three of clubs." And I'm like, "Wait, that's the card I picked." <laughs> I know you fucked it all up. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. It's in the union. I have to do a card trick. It's, if I don't do it, they're actually going to come after me and find me and possibly throw me in magic jail. I'm going to ask I guess a band. She called with an oh no no. Oh no, but yeah, I just messaged to call back. So call back. It's good. I'm yeah, just going to hang right. if you don't mind. Not at all. Not at all. Did you want... I'm sorry, I'm drinking, like, whiskey and stuff. Do you want anything to drink? No, no, I'm good. I got a 40-mile drive back later. Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim Show. This is Dina from Twisted Philly. Dina, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I thought you guys were pranking me because the number you gave me wasn't going through. Uh, it doesn't always Skype. It doesn't always work. It's, it's shitty. Uh, we, we have a magician in studio, and he was showing me uh, a card tricks, and I wasn't fast enough to answer your call because I was watching card tricks. I had him mesmerized. Yeah, he, he mesmerized me. Is, that, is the official term for card tricks close magic? Is close up magic. Called? Close up close magic. Close up magic. 
Yeah, well, I figured if I do Skype, it would be a little bit better sound quality. So I'm sorry, sorry if that Skype call threw you off. No, not at all. Dina, your show, Twisted Philly, how long have you been doing it for? Four months. Four, that's it? Because it's so good. Yeah. Uh, I was doing okay. prep. I, I, I had Thank Slim listen you. to it. I told my girlfriend to check it out. That's it's good. a great show. Great concept. And uh, is every show, like, themed? Like, because the one I listened to was The Three Heads. Yeah, no. Ev- so every show is different. Um, really, what I wanted to do was just create a podcast that, like, if I was going to listen to my favorite kind of stories, it would be just all kinds of weird, bizarre, twisted stuff or shit. Am I allowed to say shit? Yes. Yeah, anything you want. Fuck yeah, no. I mean, I know you Fuck. guys do, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I love true crime, and I love the history around Philadelphia and Pennsylvania and, like, places like Eastern State Penitentiary and, um, like, Halloween activities, like, just all kinds of weird stuff. So... Mm. Every episode is sort of a standalone story. There's a couple that sometimes take maybe more than one episode to tell, but for the most part, they're all standalone and they're all kind of weird. Cool. Have you gotten a lot of good response from the show? I have. Um, That's what sort of blows me away the most because, you know, I haven't been doing this that long, Um, but the response has been really terrific. Like, you know, I I listen to it and think, all right, this is cool. I like it, but I wasn't really sure if other people (laughs) would like it. And people have really responded to it, which is kind of amazing. I didn't get to listen to, and I, I, I'm going to, I think, go and check out the uh, Unknown Children episode. You said that was very hard, uh, a, an episode to do? Yeah, so, you know, and that's why it's not all true crime, because if you, when you listen to it, you'll hear, like, I get really pissed off when I tell crime stories. Um, I curse more in those episodes. Sometimes I, sometimes I cry in those episodes. Like, I'm a typical girl, right, man? I can't keep the emotions in. I'm just going to put it out there. But I, I get infuriated. Like, you know, who's protecting these kids? And it was a child that was murdered by the parent, I think, right? Yeah, there were. There's, it's a story of two different children. And, like, the fucked up thing about it is they weren't just murdered. Like, they were abandoned. One, the news called the boy in the bag. And the other one was the girl in the trunk. Like, our city should not have stories about kids dumped in duffel bags or steamer trunks. Like, it's, just, it's disgusting. Um, so you hear me? I'm getting all upset now. Just nah, it's about fucked it. up. It, it is. It's it is one of the reasons why I stopped researching so much news. Also, like the news. Yeah. When, when we first started the show, I would every day look at the news, but like every day was like it was like mother mother kills two kids, drowns them, uh, drives car into river. It was like I skim every day. Very like, very. <laughs> yeah, well, and the messed up thing about those two stories is, is that in both of those cases, the families were on the radar of the Department of Human Services. So one of them actually led to a lot of improvements in Philly in that capacity. But and then I followed it up with like a ridiculous story about severed heads and a dude that stole a brain and that then was a used crazy the formaldehyde, show. right? Like the guy that used the formaldehyde from the brain to lace his pot so that he would have like a much more hallucinatory high. Like that, that episode was just ridiculous. <laughs> I was going to ask, is that gentleman still in jail? What was his name? Joshua dude, Long. Joshua Long. Did you look at his picture? <laughs> no, oh, I didn't. I'm going to look it up right oh now. My God. You said he looked like Megamind, right? The big fucking... The brain, I think. He smoked the yeah. brain. <laughs> That's the thing, right? So the guy smokes a brain, and then if you look at his that picture, I have so his picture on Twitter and on my, my website, but if you look at his picture, like most of his head is his forehead and his brain. His face is like teeny tiny, right? All wedged down in the front near his chin. And then oh he's got God. this giant cranium, which is just perfect because he's smoking a brain in his joint. Like, dude could have died from that shit. And he was he was in jail. And, and the crazy thing is the brain, he, they kept the brain in a Walmart bag. Like, yeah. of all things, 
Maybe uh, Joshua Long brain? Yeah. Put in brain yeah. too with the search? Because there's a lot of... Brain. There you go. Man, I thought magicians were fucked up. I'm wrong. We're <laughs> <laughs> normal. <laughs> Penn, Penn Township man, Joshua Lee stole. Oh, they should have seen that brain. one coming. His parents are definitely <laughs> siblings. Holy fuck. Oh, they must, fuck. Be so, they must be so proud, really. Could you imagine? I'd, I'd be proud. <laughs> wow. Where do you find your stories? Do you Are you like a history buff yourself? or uh... I am, yeah. So <clears throat> a lot of the stories are ones that I already knew. Um, okay. so occasionally I'll get a, um, a recommendation or a request from a listener, and you know I definitely try to fulfill those requests. And especially the history ones, like that's just shit that I am so jazzed over, you know, Philly history as, as cool as it is that this was kind of the birthplace of America. Right. And there's just so much with William Penn and Ben Franklin and George Washington and all that. Some of the history in Philly is messed up, (laughs) seriously messed up. So I'm going to tell you a quick story. So like the entire medical community of the United States was really founded here in Philadelphia. The first two medical colleges in the entire country started here in Philly. And so you had young dudes coming from all over the country to get medical degrees, and they didn't really have to do shit to get a degree. They had to be white and 24 and take a test. And, you know, if you did those three things, which is basically nothing, you got to be a doctor. But there weren't enough cadavers. There weren't enough dead people for them to practice on. So there was a huge body snatching ring in Philly in, like, the late 1700s and early 1800s. Like, Victorian Philly was way more fucked up than the news that you watch today. But the guy that was the leader of this ring, this was a doctor that worked at Jefferson Medical College. Yes. He he actually wrote laws to prevent body snatching, and then he was running a body snatching ring, right? Because like, who's going to suspect that guy? That's yeah. amazing. Right? I have heard right. that. Story. That is badass. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. It's messed up. As a magician, uh, I can really actually appreciate the misdirection there. <laughs> <laughs> In a really kind of fucked up way, but I, I think uh, the now it's just politicians like. The, the, Oh, do shit. Don't even, don't even go down that road. <laughs> Anthony Weiner. I think that was the guy that <laughs> did a lot of fucked up shit. Right. Took down, <laughs> like, brothels, but still was uh, banging 16-year-olds. Sending his dick to people. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right, right. So if your name is Weiner, maybe you don't send dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, just, that's just so stupid. That's so fucking stupid. Sometimes you got to go for the low-hanging fruit, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I, I love the first uh, story in that show about the uh, the head with the handlebar mustache that was uh, just displayed so people could identify the body, the severed head that was found, and uh, how it ended up in a museum. That that story was fucking. That story was badass. Thank you. Yeah, um, you know, apparently Pennsylvania is also known for a shitload of severed heads, but <laughs> severed head capital. <laughs> um, but like, who, who puts a friggin' severed head? It's not like it's the Mutter Museum, right? Like, you go to the Mutter Museum. You guys know what the Mutter Museum is? Yeah. All right, so you go to the Mutter. You expect a to car. see severed head. Oh, mo- and- motor, motor, motor. Oh, motor. oh, oh. I thought it was like a car museum. Like, no, it, man. Go. It's, um, the, it's, it's the Mutter Museum of Medical Oddities. You've never been there? <laughs> no. Where's that? Oh. Is that Philly? It's, it's, in, it's in Philly on 22nd. Ah. And yeah, it's, it's amazing. And so Dr. Mutter actually had this huge collection of all this crazy stuff, like specimens in jars. And when he was dying, he bequeathed it to the city of Philadelphia. So that, And he was from Philly. And he actually started surgery in Philly. And now I'm getting all excited because I'm talking about history. So, like, I'm sorry because I'm talking real fast. But 
he bequeathed all this weird shit to Philly and they built this museum. And initially it was for educational purposes. And now it's just, it's just incredible. But like, there's a colon in there. That's like the size of a German shepherd. Right. And there's the, the, the body, like the liver of conjoined twins, Chang and Ang, the most famous conjoined twins in history. Um, there's like skeletons and skulls. There's um, there's testicles floating in jars. Like you just can't even imagine what's in this place. It's oh, I got that at home. Jeez. No, actually, say, my wife like has that. Slim's crawl space. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Our intern went on a fucking uh, boar hunting expedition, and he said he cut one open that he killed, and it had like twelve fetal pigs just plopped out. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you bring yeah. him back, dude? He's... That's the kind of shit you'll see at the Mutter. But, <laughs> but, but this place, like, this place is a coal museum in upstate Pennsylvania. He's <laughs> <laughs> putting a severed head on display in a coal museum. That's amazing. Fuck. I love, too, that the you mentioned this society called the Black Hand Society. And I was like, what? That's like a badass name to pick for your evil society. <laughs> right? And that shit's like 100 years old. Fuck yeah. See, that, that's what I love about doing this show is that as crazy as you think things are today, like we got nothing on the Victorians. We got nothing on the people that yeah. were building this country. They were so messed up. <laughs> and, you know, you didn't have like police and FBI and all that stuff. You know, it was like the Keystone Cops back then. Nobody was paying attention to shit. What was your favorite story that you've uh, done on your show? Um, all right. So I probably have two. So my, my favorite lighthearted story um, is the best little whorehouse in Twisted Philly. So I found this guidebook from the 1800s. It was called The Stranger's Guide to the Fancy. And it was basically a guidebook of Philly brothels. <laughs> yeah, no Slim, shit. don't you have that? On a Kindle? Right. <laughs> dude, dude, there is an electronic version. I will email it to you when I'm done chatting with you, right? And the funny thing is, when you as you start reading it, the guy that wrote it is like, young men, beware. These women and their wiles, they'll entrap you, right? So I'm like, oh, man, this guy's like a Puritan or some shit. And then after you get through the preface, it is literally like, okay, Sally's whorehouse is on Fifth and Bainbridge, and the ladies there are beautiful and talented and highly skilled. But, you know, but like Rebecca's whorehouse, there are a bunch of dogs over there, so I highly encourage you to avoid it. Like, that's what this book is. Wow. So, and they would keep these things like in bars and taverns and at like check-in desks. <laughs> like the right? Gideons. So, you know, it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a hotel Bible. Or yeah, we, we gotta get we gotta try to get a hold of that <laughs> book and have Slambo read from it. Yeah, he needs to read. <laughs> yeah, segments. So of that. I'll um I'll email you the uh, the version of it, but the actual the original one is in um, the library company in Philadelphia. So, like, you could actually go see it for real, but you got to wear gloves if you're going to hold it because it's old and it'll break and shit. Um, so that's probably my favorite lighthearted one. My favorite heavy one is, um, I think it's my sixth episode. It's called The Day I Drove Past a Crime Scene. So in 1996, a young woman named Amy Willard, who was from Delaware County, a suburb outside of Philly, was murdered. And... I was uh, I was stuck on the Blue Route, so you know, for your listeners, it's a it's a huge highway that connects the northern Philly suburbs down to I-95, and I was stuck in a backup, and I was on my way to play practice of all things. Yes, I'm a theater nerd, uh, <laughs> and I thought it was just an abandoned car, and like I'm sitting in my car and I'm getting all pissed off, like oh I'm gonna be late for play practice, and here it was where she was murdered. 
So I did an episode about the day I drove past a crime scene, an Amy Willard story. And the thing that really sucked, I mean, murder sucks no matter what, right? But what really sucked about Amy's story is the guy that murdered her was in prison for murder in Las Vegas. And he got out on a technicality. He moved back to Philly to live with his mom and murdered two other women before he murdered Amy. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys remember in the nineties, there was a lot of shit in the news about guys that were driving around pretending to be cops in unmarked cars. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so like my ex-husband at the time we were dating and he was like, you ever, somebody tries to pull you over, you don't stop. Like you call 911, you drive to a gas station, you drive somewhere where there's people and you know, you just stay on the phone with the police until you get somewhere because they thought it was somebody posing as an, un- as a, uh, a cop in an unmarked car. Wow. Um, it turned out that it wasn't what he was doing is he would get girls as they were going off exit ramps, you know, you slow down and shit and he'd bump the back of their car. And so then they'd pull over like, Hey man, you just bumped my car. Let's exchange information. And then he hits them over the head with a tire iron. And, uh, wow. yeah, what, what happened, what happened to that young girl was horrible. And oh, I think the shit. reason it was so like, just so friggin' hard for me to tell was one, cause I felt like a, a horrible, selfish bitch that day driving past her car, like bitching and complaining that I was going to be late where I would go and not realizing some chick just got murdered there. Nah, that's all right. And he found her, he found her at this bar, like where he saw her and decided to follow her was at a bar that me and my girlfriends used to hang out at like every weekend. I was mad once. I remember after school, I was trying to go to the deli and get some cheese fucking fries. And, uh, this motherfucker's taking forever crossing the road. I'm my friend, uh, was trying to park and, He's honking. I'm like, get the fuck out of the way. And this dude was just stabbed and is trying to hold his <laughs> oh intestines God. in. Oh, shit, shit. And I still, I still got some fries. They were delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, did man, feel, I, I did feel bad though when I was when I realized. Yeah. No, I still made it to, I still made it to the theater. Still did a, you know, an awesome performance. But like, you know, you, but you just, you get older and you think about that shit, and you're like, all right, I need to not be so selfish. Mm-hmm. But um, but well, I went. The crazy thing was home. though when I was doing that episode, so her. She was she was abducted there. She was murdered in North Philadelphia, and her body was dumped in a vacant lot. And these two little kids cutting through the lot. Like, imagine you're ten years old and you yeah. see this naked, see this naked murdered chick. Like that shit stays with you oh, for the rest of your life. Fuck. But uh, like I, I get. I think the other reason I can't do too many true crime is because I just get sucked into it. Like I'm like, all right, I got to drive up to 11th to uh, 16th in Indiana and check out the abandoned lot where her body was dumped. And oh. it's like, yeah, it's you know not a great neighborhood. Maybe I don't need to go check out where her body was dumped. <laughs> Maybe I need to let somebody know where I am just in case, you know, anything stupid happens. So, but yeah, they're, they're like my two favorites. Cool. So when you do these stories, you kind of conduct your own, like, investigation into them? Yeah. Wow. That's... Yeah, I'm working, on, um, I'm working on a series of episodes now about um, a young girl that was murdered recently. Uh, she was from Abington, Pennsylvania. I don't know if you guys have heard about Grace Packer. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, that story's really fucked up. Um, she was murdered by her adoptive mother and her mother's boyfriend. And her and her adoptive mother was an adoption supervisor for Northampton County, Pennsylvania. Wow. Uh, Damn. Talk about abuse of power. Holy fuck. But like I'm submitting PA right to know forms to get court records and shit. Like I like I don't know if anybody's gonna give them to me, but I'm submitting this shit, so <laughs> And, you know, and then and then in between those heavy episodes, like I, I talk about funny shit, like you know, poison rings and severed heads and uh, and whorehouses. <laughs> How much time do you put into like research on an episode? 
Um, I can put in anywhere between like days to weeks. It's, it's very easy to go down a rabbit hole. Um, like the episode about Philly's unknown children, the, the two children that were killed by their families. Um, I was trying to find out if one of the stepfathers of one of the children was actually ever convicted. And I couldn't find anything. And I'm calling, you know, Philadelphia police stations and I'm calling district attorney's offices. And, you know, the, the case is kind of old. That's the other thing, too. You know, if I'm doing stuff that's kind of old, sometimes it's, it's hard to find. I'm able to find more information about shit that happened 100 years ago sometimes than I am able to find out stuff that happened like 30 years ago, which is really strange. Have you ever, like, in the doing a show, if you've been doing a show that, like, is taking you longer to research, do you do other shows in between, or yeah. do you just wait to yep. put one out? Wow. No, I try I try to stick with the consistency of an episode every week. Like, I think, okay. that, you know, I think that's important. Like, if people are, if they're yeah. digging what I'm putting out, right, like, I don't want them waiting for weeks until I, I get another episode out. Um, and I, you know, I had some time off from work over the holidays, so I was like, uh, dude, I'm getting episodes in the can so that, <sighs> as I'm researching a longer story, like nobody's going to be waiting for stuff. I got, I got episodes ready to go. Oh, okay. So you got them in, like on the back burner. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Do you uh, yeah. do anything? Do you do any recent stories or you focus on like older stories? Most of what I've done is probably 20. I think the most recent is probably about 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I'll be honest with you, those cases sometimes are a little bit easier because they, you know, especially if it's true crime, because they have closure, right? Mm, yeah. It's not like, it's not like, hey, this is a missing person and nobody knows where the fuck they are. Like, we know this asshole killed this person and his ass is rotting in jail and we can all feel really good about that because yeah. he's a dick. <laughs> um, you know, the other stuff though, like the history and, and like stuff about the Mutter Museum and Eastern State Penitentiary, like that stuff's just... Those are the episodes that are tough for me, too, sometimes, because I love those places so much that I could put, I could probably put out, like, a three-hour episode about that, but I don't know if anybody wants to listen to me talk about the Eastern State Penitentiary for three hours. So, it's like, I got to figure out, all right, how do I, how do I condense this down to, like, a, like a 40, 45-minute clip for people, you know, because attention spans are, uh, yeah. you know, they're finite, they're finite things, right? Like, like, you guys, you have a long show, but you have so many different guests to keep people entertained and excited and you know, you change it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. What um, I saw too. Uh, are you an author or or just like a writer? Um. I, well, you know, I guess an author would be a fancier way of saying. I'm I didn't know writer, if you had books because yes. I heard you say you had a screenplay. I didn't know if you just wrote screenplays or if you had uh, books out no, there. So, oh yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Um. So I, I've al- I've always written fiction. I just never like had the balls to do anything with it until like the last year. Um. So I have one short up on Amazon and what I, what I do is, you know, I, like I have Patreon, like you guys know, a lot of podcasters have Patreon for people who might want to, you know, might want to throw a buck or something at you to help support the show. Um, so what I do is my Patreon reward are my short fiction. So I give them away to my Patreon subscribers before I put them up on Amazon. Um, and, uh, one of the, one of the stories I wrote, I rewrote it as a screenplay and, you know, just for, for shits and giggles, I'm like, "Ah, I'm going to submit this to some film festivals and, dude, like somebody accepted it and it's competing in a film festival and I'm heading up to Watertown, New York this weekend That's for, the cool. Snowtown, for the Snowtown Film Festival. Can you tell us what it's about? Yeah, it's, um, it's called Cat Sitting. It's, uh, it's a thriller, of course. If, you know, it's got to be dark and twisted and fucked up. Um, <laughs> it's, about, it's about this mother and daughter that are like, you know, going to somebody's house, taking care of their pets while their friends are on vacation and the, uh, the daughter thinks there's somebody in the house. And, you know, so the mom checks the house and she's like, nope, everything's cool. There's nobody here. Everything's fine. You, you know, there's nothing wrong. 
And so they go back again and they go back again. And, you know, the kid feels better. Hey, I trust my mom. She checked everything out. So she's like, all right, mom, I'm cool. I got this. I'll, I'll go take care of these animals. And, uh, and then she doesn't come out of the house. Did the cats do it? No, the Fuck. mom did a really the mom did a really shitty job checking the basement. <laughs> yeah, it's always it's always the mother's fault. Yeah, that's why yeah. Slim's all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an only Jewish child. I can attest to that. Yeah, the mother's the mother's problem. <laughs> like, Jewish guilt and Catholic guilt, man, they are like identical. Oh. Oh yeah, I've talked about religious guilt over the years. Like sometimes that shit never goes away. Never goes yeah. away. Like I, I grew up Catholic when I was little, but then I gave that shit up for Lent. So um... <laughs> longest Lent in history. <laughs> like were you were you were raised uh, religious? Yeah, up until like no, for, not, not really was... religious. It was like you know you're Italian, you live in Philly, you go to Catholic church, and uh, you know. And then when I was like 15, 16, I'm like, yeah, I'm just not down with this. Like I'm I'm down with figuring out what I'm down with, and. Uh, but that guilt, though, man, like that Catholic guilt, that shit sticks with you even when you're an adult. Yeah. That shit they do. Well, any of that stupid religious guilt, you know, they you That and get... the rich food. <laughs> <laughs> they feed you the rich food to, like, lull you into that, like, half a sleep. Yeah. Then they lay the guilt right? on top, and you're just totally fucked at that point. Yep. You can't help That's it. it. It's like quicksand. You can't pull yourself up out of that shit. <laughs> I was wondering, do you, uh, do you script your podcast? I do not. Um, okay. I write an outline. So, you know, I'll have like discussion points for myself to make sure that I stay on track. Cause you know, if you listen to the show, I know you listen to the three head one. Like I, I, I can go off on a tangent a little bit as if you can't tell. Um, so no, I just, I have an outline and like what I do is sometimes I'll take a picture of a friend. Like I record in a walk-in closet because it's padded with all kinds of shoes and clothes and shit. And it's the quietest place in my house. And so I'll take a picture of a friend and hang it up in front of me where I'm standing with my microphone. So it feels like I'm talking, talking to somebody. somebody. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think I could do a solo podcast. Nah, I always said that would be so hard. Yeah. We've had friends that have tried and just... I know not. I couldn't do it. Nah. No way. Yeah. That's... That, well, that's what's so cool right now. I'm like, holy shit, I'm actually talking to people. I was going to ask, I was writing uh, if you ever had interviews, but then I heard at the end of that show where you had uh, that that, uh, journalist from Chicago, uh, Justin Glawn. That was cool that you threw that in there, like. Yeah, he was a cool dude. Um, I've got some interviews coming up in in some future shows. Actually, tomorrow after work, I'm interviewing a woman named Irene Baker. She wrote a book recently called 100 Things to Do in Philadelphia Before You Die. Cool. It's like. It's like this cool little guidebook for people that come to Philly. But what I like about it is, you know, like a diehard Philadelphian like me who's grown up here my whole life and feels like I've done everything and I know everything. She's got some shit in there that I didn't know we had. <laughs> That's cool. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and like she write like as I read it, I'm like, man, this chick wrote it as if she can imagine me standing in Philly with this thing in my hand. Like, all right, I'm going to go from here to here. So it's, it's very cultivated what she, the way she wrote it. Um, so that show is going to be probably entirely an, an interview. So yeah, like I mix it up. I try to make everything a little bit different. Awesome. Dean, we have to wrap this up, but, uh, tell everybody where they can find you and your show. Yeah. So it's twisted Philly. Uh, you can find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and I'm on Twitter at twisted underscore Philly. Awesome. Thank you so much. Dude. Thanks for having me on. Not a problem. Have a good one. You too. Bye. I just remembered I had to message Brett. To remind him to call. So cool. All right, guys, we're going 
On break, we'll be back with Brett Myers. Fuck yeah. This is the Slambagini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or a little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. Sometimes do it, My music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Because Nuh-uh. I'm a dash of Adam Driver, makes a coupon set Matt's a dapper to dash it, but I'm foobar mess Ew. Give me a beat, give me a pen and a pattern, then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a nest I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do it for next Ooh. I cannot believe what some veterans would do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better, but I'm goofy as that Nerd Punk What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers sixth internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patient Every time I'm feeling like the slightest hint of doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations your expectations. You go to work after ain't nobody heard that ain't, ain't nobody yearn for you rapping any words. Said it worry cause you're sure that a rapper spinning verses as perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass. Sure, yeah. Oh. It's the entitlement and attitude. Look, everybody gotta pat you on the back, but alas, you're a hack and you're whack, so you have to. Lower your expectations. So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to SoySauceSound.com and start listening today. Yeah! Robin Slim Show. Yes. Brett. Yeah, buddy. What's going on, What's going dude? What's going on, man? Well, I'm driving right now, so uh, I need to go home and make a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Where you going? Coming from? Baseball practice, man. I'm driving these kids. I feel like a damn Uber driver. <laughs> are, you, are you coaching? Yeah. Well, they had... I'm, I'm me and my brother are coaching my my oldest son team. Cool, so. cool. That's got to be awesome to have you as a coach. No, no, that's not go that far now. I mean, uh, <laughs> basically, uh, people don't care. They just think their kid's the best kid ever, and uh, doesn't matter where I think to play. They think I'm stupid. So. <laughs> uh, we had a um, an author years ago that wrote a book called Baseball Dads, and that's the the first chapter is about all all these. Ed- they were li- he was a little league coach with other dads and but he don't have a clue. He, don't have a clue. <laughs> he wrote how every parent I, 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 wanted I'm their kidding. son to be like the, hey, the first baseman. They're all shortstop. They're all <laughs> yes, short stops. all shortstops. That's and crazy. They all be batting four. That's crazy to think that you're you are a professional baseball player <laughs> and you're dealing and... with their shit. They're all shortstops and they should be playing. They should be batting four. <laughs> Who the fuck is Brett Myers? This kid sucks. Right, what does this guy know? <laughs> my know kid's anything. the best. <laughs> I mean, look, man, I, I tell you what, my kid's a, a good damn ball player, but he damn sure should be batting fourth to play shortstop. <laughs> you ever got to get I mean, loud? He, he, you ever got to get You got to pick them out to where they need to go, where they got to play, and, and to make the team better. It's not about the individual. It should be about the team, you know, and some of these parents don't understand that, but. You, it's basically like my dad used to tell me. He goes, "You teach the kids, you coach the parents." Mm. You ever got to get loud with a uh, fucking parent? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, last year we had a little altercation, uh, not with me, but uh, because I'm in the parking lot drinking beer to get away from all that shit. But uh, you know, my one of the parents got into it with my brother last year, and it was kind of funny because my brother yelled at me like I was supposed to come down there and beat the dude's ass. I don't know what the hell that. But uh, I was like, hey, my brother's my, my brother's freaking six foot tall. He could he totally could have whooped the dude's ass, but it would have been better if I did it. I guess evidently, I don't know. Uh, you got some uh, fucking World Series rings behind that that beatdown. That would <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But that, I mean that that that's all in the past, man. I mm. I moved on in that. Yeah, that man. I still I still you know I really don't think I, it's good you know to to have that in your past you know. But uh, you know you kind of move on. Like I'm not that type of dude that uh, you know I played with that tenacity and had that, but I'm not like that in real life, man. I I walked around when I was playing, like, don't talk to me and don't look at me, man. I have a job to do, and my only focus is to kick that other thing's ass. I don't even want to meet you right now. Like, leave me alone. Like, I, I was younger. I, I was an ass. Now I'm not playing. I'm like, I don't care. Hey, how you doing, man? What's going on? You know? <laughs> People are like, damn, you're totally different than I ever thought you would be. I'm like, well, well you don't mess with me when I'm working. That's your different man. Exactly. You're not there. You're, yeah. That's, yeah, you that's got, I had split personalities, man. I had that. I had that, uh, you know, when I was working and stuff, even walking to the field and stuff, the days I pitched or even the days I didn't pitch, man, I was goal-oriented, you know. And yeah. now I'm like, what the hell am I going to look forward to, <laughs> fucking 12U baseball? Okay. <laughs> kind of curious, Brett, when you meet, like, uh, new people, do you try to slide in there that you used to be, you know, a uh, Philadelphia Hell or... no. I figured that would be the first thing they would go to. Like, I, I was going to ask no. you, slide in that yeah, you're a musician now. I don't say anything that I used to play or whatnot. Like in Jacksonville, like where I'm from and everything, like people know who I am around here, you know, or when they find out my name or something like that. But then the kids don't want to play for me because I'm too hard on them. Like, cause I want, I want them to be better than I was. You know what I mean? Yeah. But these parents are like, just let them have fun. And I'm going, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just let them have fun. Everyone's yeah, a winner. Have fun by sitting on the damn bench because he's a sissy. That's kind of flashbacks to my own childhood. You know, like I don't like these participation <laughs> trophies and stuff, man. That, that shit pisses me off. But I had a problem once they took the tea away. I had a problem with the tea, but when the tea went away, I just couldn't do nothing, man. Well, I mean, all these kids are still on their mama's boob, you know? It's yeah. just like, man, come on, man. It's time to grow up. You're 12 now. It's okay. Mommy doesn't have to bring you a Snickers in between innings. But that's it. And once I realized I sucked at, at baseball and sports, I, I, I just got another shit. You know, that's that's it's good to know you suck at something so you can get better at something else. Like now they just want you to ah, think absolutely. you're great. They want you to think you're great at Everyone everything. Everyone gets a trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got the participation trophy stuff going on. I, I watch my kids go through it. And and I sit there and look at him. I'm like, hey, Dad, look, I got a trophy. I'm like, the hell did you do? This ain't a that trophy. Picture? You fucking break it over your knee. This ain't a fucking, you did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, it's not that it, it, intensive, it, intense or whatever, but it is to the point I'm like, yeah, great, man. You got a trophy. That's cool. Whatever. <laughs> I'm like, who cares? Everybody else got one too, man. Yeah. If you get the game ball. If you got the game ball, then you might have done something good. But then again, every kid on the team gets a game ball, no matter if he goes over for or five for five. I'm like, I was like, man, shit. My kid should have a bunch of game balls. Now he had he had a pretty good game. He went five for five with freaking two bombs or whatever. And then guy gives it to the kid that went over five with five strikeouts. Yeah, 
That's it. When everyone has it, it means nothing. But he tried the hardest. <laughs> he had a lot of hearts. Yeah, he tried. But yeah, he, yeah, whatever. <laughs> these freaking pansies these days, man. I swear, dude. I ain't a lot, dude. It's a different era, though. You know what I mean? It's not mm. like like the way I grew up, dude. I had to I had to fight for my next meal. That's always I always felt like that anybody that stepped up to the plate to me was uh, against me or even pitched against me when I was hitting or whatnot. I thought he was trying to steal my lunch money. And guess what? I was hungry. Yeah. That's it. You gotta stay I wanted, hungry. I, I didn't. Want, I didn't want to lose that 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 meal that day. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like a job, man. It, it's it's like a job. You have a you have a job and everything like that. You come in, you do your job. You try to beat out the next guy to try to get a raise. You yep. know, it, it's it's like real life stuff, man. And and these guys these days want these handouts and stuff like that, and that that really frustrates the hell out of me. Actually, I remember years and, ago I heard uh, about Bill Gates talking at a college where he said, you know. If if this is how you're treating everybody, you're never gonna get another me. You're never gonna get another fucking uh, Bill Gates out of, out of the world. You're just gonna get everybody that you know. They're, they're all the same. They're just all all mediocre. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that. that well, that's the that, that's the main thing for me, man. I, I just you know I've always been that dude that wanted to beat the other dude's tail, man. Yeah. Just, just the, in, in life in general, for me life is about succeeding man and pushing yourself you know like i'm doing with my music career listen that's what people gonna are gonna say you suck yeah. people are gonna say you suck you know people are gonna say that they don't like it people are gonna say they don't like you because they don't even know you because they're jealous of you type stuff man but you know what if you, if you just if if people don't like you for who you are they can all kiss my ass because i don't care <laughs> nice i was gonna you ask I mean? if you but treated look, music the same as you treat as you had that mindset Absolutely, man. I mean, I opened for Colt Ford, who's a good big Nashville act and everything like that. And I told I told the band and everything like that. As my whole plan was to go out there and whoop his ass, and 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 make make him feel like that he had to step his game up because it, I felt like he was my teammate then. Though, you know what I mean? Because I was yeah. I was his supporting act, you know. And I went out there and we nailed it, and it made him maybe think to himself, man, we need to step our game up. They just freaking slayed it, you know? Like the same way that when I was with Hamels and stuff like that, that, that uh, you know, every time he pitched well, I was like, man, I need to go out there and do this better than he did. You know, like we pitched competitively against each other. Yeah. You know, not not like against each other. We're on the same team, but we always wanted to outdo each other. That's the way you play the game. Even on, It's all competitive, even if you're on the same team, you know? From the competition, keeps you so, motivated. Right, right. So same way with my music, and and I might become, I might, I, people might say that I'm cocky, but I don't call it cocky. I call it necessary arrogance. You know, if you want to succeed, you have to have that aura about you. Yeah, you and have you don't to have think... to tell people, but you don't have to tell people that I'm good. Let them decide for themselves if they're good or not. If you're good or not, you know what I mean? Yup, you like, have you to in like your I... head be the best, and then you you will right. be. Even if you're not, other people will see you that way. Right. Well, and the, the best the best thing about this is like I so I got parents on my kids' team and everything that we coach wanting to show videos of their kid playing football or basketball and stuff. Look at this stud. He's a badass. He's this. He's that. You know. Look at him play. Watch him out there. And I'm sitting there going, dude, I don't give a shit if your kid freaking can run through a brick wall, man. Like it, I don't really care about it, man. Let people watch him and let the other people talk good about your kid, not the parent. Because when yeah. you when you talk about your kid as a parent. And you sit there and you go, hey, man, my kid's a badass, right? And then your kid goes out there and sucks that day. The person's looking at you like, you're an idiot. Yup. You know? Show everybody itself. doesn't have a good day. Yup. 
And and the best you don't always have a good day. The best could be and then taken. You look like the ass. The best one out there could have a bad day. Like look at look at uh, Mike right. Tyson with that that chomp yeah. years ago. Uh, I don't McNeely yeah, Buster Douglas. Yeah, yeah, that too, Buster. Yup, exactly. Hey, dude, I'm a bo- dude. I grew up boxing. I know everything about the fight game too. So nice, dude. What is that? What you did first? Uh, yeah, I grew up boxing. My dad was a boxing promoter. I know Larry Holmes, Michael Spink. Like they still, I still talk to him and stuff like that. So That's awesome. actually, Larry Holmes thought that I was going to be the next heavyweight champion of the world. Wow. So my dad told him. So my dad said he can throw a baseball, and then Larry still tells him to this day. He goes, "You made the right decision." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So like, yeah, I, mean, I got cool. to meet those people, and but like, wow. I grew up around the fight game and these guys and met a lot of these people like so my mentality was to beat the other dude up fuck yeah you know when i played when i played the game when you said like that, that earlier that came to my mind like the square off in the ring when you you psych the other guy out with just a look like that when you met that went, earlier i, I was think of that i was an amateur boxer until i was 13 years old i went 12 and 0 with with a uh, 11 knockouts so wow yeah so I, I was pretty good with my hands and stuff. Like I could, I could throw them, you know, when I was younger and stuff. But, you know, I can still do it now. But I, I choose not to because now everybody wants to fight you for voting for a president. <laughs> right? What is that, bro? What is that? Like? <laughs> I mean, I'm not allowed to say that I voted for for whoever I voted for, you know. And, and people want to sit there and want to fight you. We and just, I'm going. We just they don't story. do that. They don't do that shit around here, man. You, no. you from? It, pretty much everybody's a redneck and a racist if they voted for Trump, and everybody <laughs> that voted for Hillary is a liberal and and a woman's right activist and or stuff. A and I'm going, no, yeah, no, I'm going. Like Who the people. hell? <laughs> so 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 all the people down south are dumbasses, but then again, Pennsylvania and all those people up north and everything that were red states too, other than New York, you know. Yeah. Not, so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. If, if people, there's two things I don't like to argue about. Politics and religion. Fuck yeah. It gets, you never gonna you nowhere. Win. No. Never gonna win. It definitely gets you nowhere. So, never gonna win. Brett, what really was it that made you uh, pursue a career in baseball? Uh, I was good. Just good at it. Just, just I mean, I don't know. Really, honestly, I can tell you the, the whole story. I, I, I really, uh, my dad was out doing a, a, a promoting a boxing thing in Italy. And my uncle actually took me when I was five years old to go try out for T-ball. And from there, it just kind of, you know, I just, I had that, I have ADD, man. And I had that drive to where I can focus on one thing at a time, you know. And I just pushed myself because I just like doing it, man. I, I just, I don't know. I always like to challenge. I still to this day, man, I'm 36 years old, dude. And I still try to challenge myself in, in certain athletic stuff or, you know, even music, you know, like the music that mm. I'm doing. Like, I'm challenging myself just to see if I can do it. And, and if I can't do it, you know what? I'm going to try to bust my tail to try to be better at it just to say I did do it, you know? Cool. Yeah. Do you have a you whole know, like other album out? I'm sorry, Brett. Uh, yeah. You have yeah, a whole... We have, I actually have two, I have two albums out. They're on iTunes, and yep. it's on Spotify. Well, one of them's on Spotify. I took the other one off thinking I would sell more records, but that was probably not a good idea because nobody buys records anymore. They're, they're all so, Google Play Music as well. Yeah, I mean, like, because, um, yeah, man, I got I got two guys from Puddle of Mud in my band and a, and the original member from Shinedown in my band. So, wow. like, th- you, this is wow. like, like, it ain't no joke, you know what I mean? Like, it, everybody thinks, oh, I'm a baseball player, whatever, doing this and not everything. People want to make fun or stuff like that. But when I got guys that have 
platinum albums on the freaking wall when I walk in their house. Wow. Yeah, I was going to ask and who the members sitting, were. And they're sitting there going, and they're going to me going, dude, this shit's good. You need to keep going at it, dude. Let's keep doing this stuff, man, because it's going to take off. I promise you, right? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm no Jason Aldean or Luke Bryan because I really, I'm, I'm like Southern rock country style of music. I'm not, the, I'm not, I'm the dude that'll sing about going in the woods and, and, and stabbing a pig upside the head with my pocket knife. You know, like these dudes probably ain't never been in the damn woods before. At least they, they'll take pictures of themselves in the woods and they're hunting a high fence and, and the deer walks up underneath them and says, Hey man, shoot me please. You know, like staying out there doing the, the stuff that, that, uh, that the real rednecks or the real country boys do, you know, I, you know, I use that term redneck loosely. I'm proud to be a redneck. Like I really am because, and people use that term as like, if you say redneck, then I'm racist. I, you know, and whatever like that, all redneck is, I've read a book on this stuff and that's how you educate yourself. Read books. Right. So I read, I read this book about the modern day redneck. And then, you know, there's a modern day redneck. Then there was where the original redneck term came from was when the Catholics, um, um, protested the Protestant church and they wore red scarves around their neck. Wow. That's when the rednecks, and that was back in the, in the 1700s when wow. that stuff happened. <clears throat> yeah. It's crazy, man. Like do the history on this stuff because I wanted to know why people think that rednecks are, are racist or whatever. Then there was another, there's another term, the coal miners redneck came from because they wore the red scarves around their neck when they went down in the holes and coal mined. So they called them rednecks. The coal miners are rednecks. And now, and now the modern day redneck is, you know, not the modern day rednecks, just some hardworking dude. Right. Yeah. But then you had the other, rednecks. the other rednecks were the dudes that walked out there and worked in the cornfields and stuff like that, picking corn and doing all this stuff. And the back of their necks got red. That's, I just thought so, from like a sunburn. That's what I knew. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so, but see, redneck means hardworking to me. It don't mean racist. Hmm. You know what I mean? It means hardworking, a go-getter, and dude likes to go hunt and kill his own food and do that type of stuff. It doesn't mean that, that, that it's it's a racist term, yeah. in my opinion. You know Did what I mean? Did piss you off with what Jeff Foxworthy did then and basically uh, perpetuate no, the stereotype? No, because that's funny. I, I, it's hilarious because it's true. I mean, the, I mean, my uncle was the biggest redneck in our family ever, man. He taught me how to fish and <laughs> do everything, right? And he would have... He would have a freaking, uh, uh, he would go mow his lawn and run into a damn car in the middle of his yard <laughs> because the grass was so high. He'd cut around it. I mean, that's the type of stuff. But, I mean, that's cool. Like, that's, yeah. that's cool to me. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's cool to me. You know, but then then he'd cut the grass all out of it and fix the damn car and have it running in two weeks. And you'd be like, God dang, dude, you don't want to take that to somebody to get it fixed? I got this. <laughs> you know, like, pretty much uh, they can do anything, you know, and and everybody in this world has a certain skill. But like rednecks aren't afraid to fail with their with their their stuff, you know. And we just, you know, I say we because I think I speak for most of us that you know we we will do anything to help anybody. We'll open a door for you. We're the nicest people. Now we might have a few teeth out of our head or something like that, but that's. So what, man? That reminds some people, me of my, my grandfather. Some people, some people hate the dentist. Yeah, some yeah. people hate the dentist. Like I, I hate do. the dentist. Yeah, I saw you tweeted <laughs> that, bro, yesterday that you fucking hate the dentist. <laughs> oh, dude, I went to the damn dentist yesterday, and I was like, this is the worst day of my life. I'm going now. I got a, I got a root canal. I need redone. 
Yeah, it's not good, man. Oh. Like every time they sit there and tell me, they go, yeah, you need this done or whatever. I said, you got the gas or some pills so I can go to sleep because I don't want to feel this stuff. Yeah. Even with you Novocaine, you, I feel shit sometimes. I'm like, oh. Well, it is ain't, it is ain't fun for me at all. Oh. I've never been. It's like it's like nails on a chalkboard when they start scraping my teeth. I'm like, oh. yeah, God dang, man. <laughs> you know? I guess most people feel that way. Or yeah. You say, People say you're not going to the right dentist. I'm like, well, you know, if my my dentist was a five foot ten hot blonde naked in there, I still would be happy going in. <laughs> Marketing, you know, I still just don't like it. Yeah, no, it's never good. Brett, who do you have from Puddle of Mud? You don't have uh, Paul Phillips, do you? Uh, no, but Paul's a very good friend of mine. He's he's actually working on his own his own thing. He's got a he's got a uh, band called. Tears and blood, something I don't know. Wow. No, no tears, blood or something. Yeah, he, he's working on his own thing, and they got a few songs out and that. But that, that but be, Paul's a good friend. He's cool. Yeah. We talked to him once. That must be recent too, because when we had talked to him, he was just kind of doing the uh, the fitness. I thing. think yeah, was, uh, like personal a, trainer. Yeah, he, yeah, he's still doing that hyper swole stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. still doing that stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Paul's a good friend. See, so uh, the two guys that that played in Puddle Mud, they were they were hired acts basically, but they toured with them, and the, one was a guitar player. Adam Latif and the other one was Damon Starkey, the bass player. So Damon's my actual producer and everything like that. But they played in Puddle for a few years and everything because they knew Paul. Because the oh, band, wow. the other the original members didn't really get along with Wes too much, from what I understand. Yeah, that's and they needed a couple guys that were good, good players and could fit in and stuff like that. But yeah, I think I think uh, you know, but that's why I say the the original member from Shinedown is in my band instead of saying the original members from Puddle of Mud were in my band because they're just guys that played live, played the songs were already written. They didn't oh. go in the studio and write songs. Mm. But they were hired guns basically, kinda like what I'm doing with them. I'm paying yeah. them for each show, you know, so but they're they're they, they have stuff on their walls from, you know, sold out shows and pictures and stuff that I'm just like amazed by. But you know, and and uh, you know the original member from Shinedown actually was married to Ronnie Van Zant's daughter. His wow. name's Jason Todd. He, yeah, he's great. He's in my band. So I mean, I got a freaking Van Zant pretty much in my band. You know, yeah, like, that's cool. He's been around this shit, you know. So yeah. So like that. That's what I, that's like. These are talented musicians, and the, the drummer is the son of Rosden Collins' drummer. So Rosden Collins, after the plane went down with with uh, Skinnerd. They formed Rosin and Collins. The drummer is Derek Hess. His son is my drummer. Wow. That's fucking so, and awesome. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I, we got an all-star lineup. Like, this, totally. This, I wasn't, because I don't want to do this shit half-ass. You know what I mean? Like, why would I go out there and put a band up there of a bunch of guys that can just strum the guitar? Yeah. No, what I want, what I want to put together is a bunch of talented musicians and friends of mine to just kill it on stage. Like people, there's some people that know who, you know, the guys from Puddle of Mud and, and Shined Out are, but they don't know who I am. And they, and, and, and the cool thing about the band is they don't care if they played in Puddle or Shined Out. They're there for me. Yeah. Cool. But I'm opposite of that. I'm there for them. Like I'm asking mm -hmm. them to do, help me out. And let's have a good time. Like it's a good team. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. good team effort. 
like, of what's going on. Oh, and yeah, I mean, because most bands, like I've been around a bunch of bands when I was playing ball and stuff, and they all hated each other. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't stand that. I'm like, I, if I ever get a band together, I promise you, I'll be the guy making everybody laugh and have a good time. Yeah. But then I realized, but then I realized who my drummer was, and I swear to you guys, you should go watch his Facebook stuff. It's Dylan Hess. You want to laugh? Go watch that dude. He should have his own reality show. I'm not going to lie to you. He's absolutely, me and him together are not even, I mean, people's faces will be hurting, but. So I I was curious, Brett, is a lot of uh, the fans of your music, are they uh, former fans of your uh, baseball career? Uh, You know what? Maybe or maybe not. Like, I don't know because um, I couldn't couldn't really tell you because what I feel is that People that know that I played baseball and really enjoyed me and know my personality and stuff like that, then, yeah, I could see them liking my music. But um, for the fact that um, people were saying, oh, he's a baseball player trying to sing music, he must suck and not give it a chance. I feel like there's that, too. But, you know, I don't feel like that I would be getting like, so I've, I've been doing this for two years now, you know, I've been singing the music for two years and I, like the opportunities that, that have came my way already are crazy. Like, um, you know, some people do this for 10 years to be able to open for a national act and stuff like that, you know? And, yeah. and, uh, you know, and it's, it's just, yes, I am leaning on my baseball career <clears throat> with the music thing going on, obviously, and I'm in two years. I've gotten I got two national acts coming out in my third album. They're going to be two national acts. are going to be on my third album. You know that people know about. And I'm not talking about like them damn Luke Bryan's or something like that, man. Because I'm gonna tell you what. The the new country music can kiss my ass. You know, like <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. Kiss my ass. Yeah, you know that, that I'm, I feel that way because. Every song you hear about is about a girl on a tailgate that went back in the woods with you and you had some moonshine and next thing you know, I'm like, every single song is the same. I gotta tell you, thing, man. I gotta tell you, Brett, Brett. I, I don't like cr- country music, but like I listen to your stuff and I love it because it's got kind of like a rock twist on it too, which yeah. is great. Yeah. But we got well, it. I mean, I, what, Brett, we have to wrap this up, dude. I like What's that? I'm sorry, dude. You can, you can, uh, you can say what you got to say, man, but we got to wrap this up, brother. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> nah, plug your stuff, man. Let, yeah, let dude. people know where they Is can find good? you. That was great. <laughs> He's done this before. Get my ass. Bye. <laughs> All right, fuck you guys. Brad, thank yeah, you, dude. Your fans ain't going to buy my shit anyway. So, bye. <laughs> where can everybody find you, Brett? Go to brettmyersmusic.com. You can find all my social media, and if you need music and stuff there, it's all there. But then, other than that, um, this this whole show, this Robin Slim show, can kiss my ass. <laughs> Have a I'll drink, bro. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, dude. All right, buddy. Have a good one, Brett. Later, Brett. <laughs> he's, he's amazing. He's so cool. He was cool. <laughs> yeah. Man. All right, guys. We're going on break. We'll be oh. back. Oh. Hey, Slambo. Yeah, yeah! Do you want to read a sweet graphic novel about a 17th century kid whisked into a mysterious world of the occult, intense danger, and excitement? Oh, yeah, yeah! Then look no farther, my friend, and go to the Voyager. Uh, go get the Voyager, written by Jeff Sturge and illustrated by Nick 
Marinkovic. Where do I find it? Go to uh, Gern, Guernica Editions. G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A-D-E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S.com or Amazon.com. That's a lot easier to find than Gurditions. And order the Voyager, and that's spelled V-O-Y-A-G-E-U-R. Don't care, baby! I'm ordering that right now! Yeah! Fuck yeah. All right. So, so we're back, and Mike, before he left, did a trick that was just fucking mind-blowing. I even fucked up with the one I picked. I said it was clubs, but it was spades. It was spades. That was the right one. And yeah. uh, it was with the lighter, and when I took my lighter out and burned the card, the card I had picked turned into the card. The card he yeah. had pulled out turned into the card I had picked. You can see right there, five of spades. Fucking crazy. That was awesome. Crazy. Yeah, he's good, man. Even just tricks he was showing me. He's showing me a trick uh, on one of the other breaks where he's just like, Pick a card. I pick a card, and he's just like, "All right, I know you just picked the five of clubs." I'm like, "What?" Like I didn't even like accidentally show him. He just Quit knew. Quit being a like, bitch and pick. peel me up. Quit being a bitch up. and peel me up. Peel me up. I got tooth pain. Robin Slim show. Hello, Spicoli. I don't know. Hey, How you doing, up? dude? How's it going, guys? Great. What's going on, Spicoli? Great to get to talk to you, man. Well, it's it's nice to talk to you. It's nice to put a voice to the face uh, and and. Uh, talk to you guys in, in a normal fashion yes yes instead of uh all the all the great times you've connected us with uh the morgan freeman he's amazing he's a great guy isn't he yes he, he is i can't believe he called us so many I can't, times he called me once and that was it and he's called every show that i listen to and it's amazing how he gets around <laughs> he does he's a podcast whore yeah, he is. He's a podcast <laughs> caller whore. So. Well, thanks for having me on, though. Dude, no problem. Your show, I, I really like your show. I've listened to it a couple times over the years, and like Slim said earlier, uh, you really remind me of like a, a real formatted radio show. Like old school radio. Kind of like, too, uh, like yeah. Don and Mike comes to mind. Uh, yeah, I kind of started out as a podcaster. I mean a podcaster. Listen to me. I started out as a... <laughs> Dumbass. I started out at Public Access. Okay. And, but I originally started working at radio. I was going to uh, ask if you did, because you have that, man. Yeah, I was a caller, though, and um, I grew up around radio for all my, my entire life. Uh, I've got relatives that are in radio, and I was always intrigued by talk radio. Mm. And uh, I started becoming a caller later on in life to some various shows around here, and um, I found voices i never knew i had and um i started calling on a regular basis literally so much to where my boss hated me he was like dude you're only allowed like 500 minutes on your phone and you're blowing it up like 800 minutes a month who are you calling because i was calling shows like 10 times a freaking day <laughs> wow that's crazy what was the what was your most frequent uh show uh, the most frequent show that I worked on or, or that I called as a caller, as a caller. Um, I used to call the cowhead show, um, around here all the time. He was a, uh, he still is. He's number one rated around here. He used to work for Bubba the love sponge back in the day. Okay. And he kind of migrated on his own. I'm down here in Tampa. So, uh, mm. he kind of migrated on his own and, um, I listened to other shows around here and stuff, and uh, I just, you know, would call various voices. I liked calling 
some of the shows around here, they didn't screen the calls, which was the best thing. You could get right on, you know? <laughs> yeah. So you, and, and they would let you run as long as you didn't throw out an F-bomb or anything. They'd let you run as long as you weren't stupid, you know? And it was amazing how much fun I had. And the first time I'd call, I used to call as a China guy all the time. I used to call and they'd go, hi, how you doing? How, yeah, like, uh, deliver you some food if you want. I don't know. And uh, it just it kind of migrated into other things. And I started working for the guy and found out later on that I could do, uh, you know, I uh, could do a guy that, you know, could dump off the type rope and drop the elbow on you like nobody's business. Yeah. And uh, we started doing bits. Nice. Every, uh, we started doing bits in Barry and Hogan every week. And uh, Brian Adams, who was a professional wrestler, used to come in every week. And uh, he was Kona Crush back in the day, and he was friends with the Macho Man. Oh. And doing these bits, and Randy was listening to him and having fun. Well, one day he handed me the phone. And like, uh, yeah, listen, brother, uh, I like what you're doing, uh, but look, you think you can bury Hogan a little bit more, you know, uh, when you're doing this stuff there? And I'm like, uh, y- y- yeah, yeah, no problem, Randy. <laughs> 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 yeah, whatever you want, brother. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it just kind of migrated into that. And next thing you know, I started becoming friends with Brian Adams and hanging out with a guy who was cleaning his swimming pool. I'm just a pool man. Oh, you know, like, is that what, is that your uh, trade? Yep. I'm 40 years out here in the sun just cleaning swimming pools and listening to radio. And nowadays, That's it's cool, basically though. just opening up my MP3 player with podcasts and mm. listening to podcasts to keep me entertained because I'm done with music. I like music. Commercial radio buried it so much down here. Mm, same with the talk thing. The talk thing, it drove everybody to Sirius XM or now podcasting. Like, it, Yeah, because of the, you know, and unfortunately, we got to blame freaking Justin Timberlake and, and what's her name, uh, the good Miss Jackson, for pulling off her top and, and popping her titty out of the oh, Super Bowl. Yeah, the that Super Bowl. It. Yes. And all the stuff, and then that's when everybody said, all right, we're going to crack down, and it ruined commercial radio. Mm. Oh, yes, you're right. You're fucking right. I never thought of it that that moment, yeah, that moment on, it was it was over. That was what started it, and that was the decline. And then people got into, uh, you know, like you said, Sirius XM and whatnot, and who couldn't afford that after a while? They started that's- going and then they got, they got real restrictive. Uh, I remember Opie and Anthony uh, couldn't even have... Um, interns do things anymore, do stunts. They it was only like their guys, their their producers and all, and then they weren't even allowed to do that anymore. By the end, it was they were just allowed to talk. Exactly, exactly. And I'm a huge fan of Opie and Anthony. I listen to them every time, and I'll tell you how much of a fan I am. I still listen to replays on the MP3 that I've heard probably a hundred times. Wow, dude, they were some of the best. That's how much entertaining they were. Best shows, yeah, dude. They they had me. I I listened to maybe about a month or two before the very end because, like you said, the the subscription fee for XM was just it was it was a lot. It was it was a lot. Were you able yeah. to get into any of their like the shows they're doing now, like Jimmy and Sam or the uh, Live yeah. the Compound or any of that stuff? I get them off of Opie, Opie Radio. He's got a uh, site that he has that he puts various stuff on, so I get it that way. Or I find them on YouTube because they do upgrade to YouTube, mm. so I can I can rip them off of there and do an MP3 and put them in my headphones and listen to them whenever I want. Cool, cool. What um what what show did you work for again? 
I worked for, uh, back then it was called, uh, what was it, Outlaw 92.5. We were a, um, a country radio station that was outlaw country. They, they were allowed to play free bird, man. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, they'd throw in a little Blackfoot train, brother. I'm like, oh, we are living, let me tell you. <laughs> but they started out as an AM radio station that uh, were just thrown on the air. They were on a sports station, and they were called the replacement show because they could have been replaced at any time because they knew nothing about sports, but they would crack the mic every day and talk about various stuff. <laughs> nice. Callers basically ran the show. And it ran wow. for two <laughs> It ran for how long? Two years. Wow. What a run off of just that premise. Exactly. And then they went to the 92.5 and became a little more commercialized. And <sighs> that's when I kind of meandered off and did my own thing, went to public access. Because I had a, they sent me to a Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Oh, wow. I, I always and, wanted to go there when I was younger. Do you feel that that helped you? Uh, yeah, because at first I didn't know nothing about the industry as far as the way it goes. And we were oh. starting analog to digital. And okay. I was I was a computer idiot. <laughs> my ass from a hole in the ground. They're like, save it on the desktop. I'm like, what's the desktop? And they, you know, I mean, I didn't know nothing. So, I this mean, flat surface? Was, exactly. <laughs> I graduated in 2005, and I've been doing this probably since the latter part of 2008, 2009. Wow. What, um, I remember my friend Tino when he lived in... Uh... In Florida, he always told me about this. Uh, what, what do they call that when a station is like a uh, pirated? Was it a pirated radio station? He always told me about one down there being really cool. Yeah, we had a few of them down here, and they didn't last very long because they got caught. But uh, oh. there were, they were pretty good. Yeah, I just always remember I, that was one of the things I always remember him talking about. I used to work up here at a regular radio station, and he always told me that was a, that was a great move. Yeah, that would be fun. I would I would dig on that. I like that movie Pirate Radio where the guys are the British dudes. Right, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. That good. yeah. I've never seen that. It's good. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. If you can get past all the British dialogue, I some tea. They're on a boat like the whole time doing the radio station on a boat. Yeah. Offshore like the- it's legal. And they're playing a lot of freaking acid rock, which was pretty cool. So, who was the guy that I'm sure you remember this, Piccoli, Um, that Opie used to talk about from Vietnam. The, oh, uh, yeah, um, Rabbit. I just played yeah, that. Yeah, dude, that guy. Oh my god, I just played some of his stuff on my show a couple weeks ago, and I was blowing my listeners away. They were Yo. like, "What the hell is this?" I'm like, "Oh, this guy was great." That's something. He I pirated a station in Vietnam and yeah. made his own because he couldn't get on the. Um, the uh, armed forces network yes and i think he went in like a brothel and like yeah. i had it had it like just out of a room in the back of a brothel and he was tripping yeah he was tripping on acid the whole time bro yep. he did he a was... show on acid and they were talking about it. it was the funniest thing he gave away these uh big rabbit t-shirts and everything <laughs> i was laughing my ass off the first time i ever heard it opie had actual like cassettes or like eight tracks of the guy i forget how he said he got them but somebody said him on youtube you yeah can find it on YouTube. yeah he was that's he what was i love about youtube now you can find anything <laughs> everything <Yeah>. yes <laughs> i've fixed so many things around my house just by watching youtube <laughs> 
Yes. Where I have a dryer that I've been I fixed a year ago. That's I how my dad fixed his. Yeah, <laughs> that's how he fixed yeah. his dryer, bro. I did a lot of my car work on, on fucking I YouTube. Yeah, that's it, man. My water pump was leaking. I'm like, how to remove water pump from a Buick? They showed me how. I'm like, okay. Where was this when I was a kid? Right. I had to buy that stupid, that stupid manual, whatever the fuck that was. What did you? The Chilton's book. The Chilton's. <laughs> yeah. And um, Ro- Rob's found every old what '80s commercial that and you've ever wanted to find on. Even YouTube. ones that weren't up a year ago. Now they're up. Like there was one called the Children's Age Society, and I that wasn't up a year ago, but now it's oh. up. That's amazing. It's fucking amazing, bro. I love the shit. I love it and I hate it. Because we get a YouTube uh, copyright claim every fucking week. Where are you? You guys are in New York? Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. What man. part? The scrotum, the down south. South, yeah. Just by like um, LBI or like uh, Atlantic City. Atlantic City, yeah. Okay. I got a friend that's in, um, he was in northern New York and now he's moved into Jersey and he's doing a show from there too. Yeah. And I found you guys through a friend of mine that's doing a podcast on another network. He lives here locally, and that's how I found you guys, and I immediately liked what I saw. Who that's why. Say, you've been checking I, us out for a while, I think, bro. Who was your friend yeah. that recommended us to you? Uh, on Twitter, he's known as True, Flor- True Floridian. Wow. Otherwise known as Maxwell. Mm, I have no idea, bro. Wow. I know he's following you guys on Twitter, so I, uh, that's how I found him. Cool, so that's yeah. crazy. I've never even like that, heard that, of the guy. That hidden fan base that yeah. doesn't reach out to us. But that, like, that's fine with me, bro. Yeah, Spread man. the word. Spread the word. Well, I, I love your interviews. And uh, in fact, the one you just had before me, Brett Myers, I'm a huge Brett Myers fan. Uh, I've been watching oh, that great. guy all yeah. year. Wow. That's so, cool. Uh, I just, uh, I was a ball player myself. I didn't play in junior high or high school. I didn't know I could play till I was like 25. And Dude. I started playing adult baseball. Wow. <laughs> 25 years playing adult baseball. Holy I'm 50 shit. now. I just retired. It's a small world, huh? Yeah, dude, totally. That's like my buddy, uh, when I, I lived in West Virginia for a few years, and my buddy Kenny, dude, he could pitch. Because he would throw these, uh, we had called uh, core plugs, out of the middle of a, a big roll of paper. They were these fucking wooden core plugs. And dude, mm-hmm. he, would, he would throw them, he would hit anything. I'm like, bro, why have you never, why have you never pitched? And he said he wanted to, he always wanted to, but he just never did it, man. And uh-huh. like the same you said, he was in his 20s when he figured out he could throw. Yeah, I was I was a dumbass in high school. I guess I spent too much close to the weed heads or something. I don't know. Yeah, that was sports, that was fun. But, you know. <laughs> maybe I would have never found this. I enjoy doing this though. I, I love podcasting. I think it's uh, I think it's fun, bro. I, are you in your ninth season? It said. Uh, let's see, ten. Yeah, tenth, tenth season. So like ten years. Yeah, I've been doing this at least eleven. <sighs> How have you have you kept going? Like I kind of think sometimes every now and then, like I'd like to just not I'd like to stop, but every now and then I'm like I, I need the break. Yeah, I'm I not need a little lie. break. There's, there's been times where I'm like, oh, well, if I want to keep doing this, but yeah, like, sometimes I'm like I don't know if I I, if I got another show in me. I get there, believe me. I think we all do. Yeah. Um, but I think the key is having a good. Um, person to, to to work with i think you guys worked well together are yeah. you friends long 
We knew each other uh, a few years before this, but never... Yeah, we didn't get close until we started doing um, the podcast. Before that, we were, you know, we hadn't talked. We talked here and there, but it was like I, I found out Rob did radio, and I was like, oh, I want to do something. Let's do a podcast, and that's when we became friends, and we started doing this. What about your co-host, Piccoli, uh, Smitty? Had you guys been longtime friends? Yeah, lifetime friends. Uh, we grew up in the same neighborhood. Um, <clears throat> we've known each other probably since junior high high school he's, wow. uh he's about uh what three four years ahead of me uh smitty played high school baseball with dwight gooden and gary sheffield wow he was on the same high school team with him he was uh he was the baseball player so i didn't get into it till like i said as an adult we started hanging out more as adults in our 20s and 30s and 40s and uh, we've been friends for years and we both had kind of rough lives, and we just kind of, in the last 25 years or so, our whole goal in life is just to make one person laugh every day. doesn't matter who it is, total stranger. Cool. If I can put a smile on one person's face and make them laugh every day, then I've done something. Yeah. I like That's what I say about our show, and I remember O&A saying it at the beginning of theirs when I started listening. Like, they just want to give that listener a little escape from their shitty life. Like, yeah. Their shitty existence, man. Like, just give them some time off. Exactly. And I don't, I, I try to strain from being, I've watched some podcasts that are just boring as hell and they think they're good, but they're not. Yeah. And there's other ones that are, you know, they just, they work well and they have a, an agenda. I think an agenda has everything for the show. I, I do. Cool. Uh, we're stri- we strive in the last four years now on the chat board. To me, the chat board is our audience, and our audience likes to be involved, so we try to get them involved as much as possible. Mm. So when we play games and stuff, we are interactive with our chat board as much as possible, and they come back every week, and those those are the ones that we try to you know make happy. we got friends all over the world, and I mean, I got people from Scotland watching me every week. I got people from Denmark watching, and people from Canada watching, so it's, it's fun. It's, mm. it's like we kind of strive it as uh, we're just guys hanging out in a garage and, and chatting. But oh. basically, we're in a 16 by 10 shed. Yeah, I, I saw that. It's, it's live in the shed. Uh, I think we got a caller, Robin Slim Show. Hey, it's uh, Jerry and Dave from Bad Cop. Hey, guys, could you give us a call back in about nine minutes? We're still on the um, the interview before you. Okay, sorry. What's that, guys? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. Spicoli, how did you find the name for your show, Spicoli TV? How did you how did you choose that? Uh, the, well, of course, I, I emulated it from, from Jeff Spicoli, one of my favorite characters of all time. Yeah. Fast Times uh-huh. at Ridgemont High? I was kind of like him. I had the long blonde hair and then the, the shaggy. I was the hippie and then wore the, you know, I didn't. I wasn't a surfer because I'm in Florida, but I wore the flip flops and I liked the heavy metal music and whatnot. And nice. I just like named Spicoli, and I'm like, it was it was a toss up between Spicoli TV or Vidiots, and and Spicoli TV just fit. I like it. I, that's the first thing I, that that it brought to mind was Fast Times when I when I first when I, I first like saw that you. If 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 Mr. Penn and Mr. Sean Penn is not going to recognize himself anymore as Jeff Spicoli, no. then I will. Fuck yourself, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made you, Sean, you prick. I, I'm serious. He does not. He will not recognize it. He's wow. much into himself now. He does not care about that role. And I, I'm like, that's your 
first role, that's what got you into this, and you should remember it. You should Fuck go back yeah. and remember it. Yeah, absolutely. Every, everybody remembers Phoebe Cates. That one line when he's like, my dad's got a toolbox. And that shit just cracks me up, bro. <laughs> I forget what he did, what he <laughs> fucked up. And he's like, my dad's got a toolbox. I can fix this. Like, that shit was the best. Well, he's a repairman, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fix this cosmically. <laughs> nice, dude. What is in store for your show in the next year? I don't know. I mean, we don't. We just we're just here to have fun. Two hours on every Friday night, and that's that's basically it. You know, I like that. I love, I love that you guys go live too, because yeah. like we've gotten so many compliments over the years about going live. A lot of people are afraid to do it. Yeah, live is the only way to go. Fuck yep, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, some of the best screw ups happen when you're live. Yeah. <laughs> Best moments, best screw-ups. We weren't live at first, but we always wanted to be. Like, it was like, hey, we're going to get to this point. Like, that's what we wanted to do. So it was just a matter of getting it. What do you broadcast on, Spicoli? Because we've been having a lot of trouble with uh, Ustream. Ustream has been a problem. They've downgraded their product. Um, I suggest, I was going to talk to you guys about that, but I uh, suggest you try Vaughn Live. We use Vaughn, V-H-U. Yeah, Bobby's friend uses that. V-H. Yeah. V- what yeah. is it? Vaughn. Yeah. Vaughn Live TV. That's what it's called. Vaughn okay. Live TV. Yeah. That, that... You can embed it on your, on your website. I embed it on the front code. Their chat board is good, and okay. there's hardly any delay. Aren't they like? Are the monitors bad though? Because I I checked them out a little bit, and sometimes the monitors really butt in and give people shit. And really, like, I don't know if I want to. The moderators. The moderators. We don't yeah. really, We have people on our board that uh, we put in charge to watch them, and if people get out of hand, we get a few trollers, and if they get out of hand, man, they're booted out immediately. Cool, dude. Cool. Nobody hassles you for whatever content you're doing, though. No, we have never been hassled for anything we've ever done. Cool, that's awesome, dude. The internet. How can they hassle us for anything we do on the internet? Right, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We're not showing nudity. I mean, of course, we did do a Merkin show on Ustream and got kicked <laughs> off for that. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, we just, just had some fun, but they didn't like that. Nah, Spicoli, we got to wrap this up, brother, but where can everybody find you and your show? Spicoli TV. Dot com spicoli tv.com that's the easiest way you can find me on twitter at spicoli tv and uh, find us on facebook as well awesome dude thank you so much for talking to us thank you guys i love your show and you guys keep doing a great job and uh, we'll be in touch in the future i want to i want to talk to you guys one night i want you to call my show okay awesome, awesome brother all right love you dude have a good one man take care man hi i'm kevin goatee for the editor and creator fluffer for comics watching comics and you're listening to the robin slim show what's going on guys we are back we're back should i call these guys or are they calling us i'm just messaging them right now right now okay. right now i put right they're now one of these they're one of these missed calls what are you are you uh is the Lamborghini gonna come and pick you up i don't know <laughs> what the fuck was he talking about i'll be around 10 10 he's gonna show he's, he's just gonna, gonna go in the room and sleep <laughs> Is it just going to be the cops bringing his wrist in a fucking Ziploc? I'll just leave a mic on for him, and I'll be like, all right, you got an hour. Do it. He's got to do another four and a half hours of Lamborghini. Reads books. We'll we'll have have him call the same guest that we've uh, talked to. Yeah. 
and get restraining orders <laughs> from each and every one of them. I don't care, even if they like want to like talk nicely to him. Quit being a bitch and pill me up. Quit being a bitch and pill me up. Quit being a bitch. Robin Slim Show. Hey, Dave and Jerry again. Dave and Jerry from Bad Cop, Bad Cop Show. Yes, yeah. What are you guys up to? We got all right. It's a little choppy. It's a little choppy, yeah. It's it's a little hard to hear. All right. Um, let me uh, let me turn some shit down here. <laughs> Even messing with the equipment. Yeah. Uh, is that a little better? Mm, I don't mm. think so. It might be best if you guys just call on two separate phones. Okay. I guess we could do that. I suppose we could. All right. All right, All right cool, guys. Man. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. See ya. All right. Fucking things are good. Red Velvet, Kit Kats. Slambo would have been through that entire oh, bag already. He would have been shitting <laughs> him out already. His Halloween. Candy He's not getting. We're not leaving ridiculous. them. I'm not leaving those. I don't give no. a fuck. You would buy, have three more root canals by tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't buy sweets anymore because he just eats them all. Like I, I used to or buy. I do that with anything like burritos. <laughs> yeah, I forgot the burritos. He's a I, savage. I used to buy like packs of Oreos. I'd get one Oreo, and the next day the whole bag of Oreos would be gone. Wow, <laughs> what a bag of shit! Love that fucker. <laughs> I'm glad he wasn't here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> More cake ads for everybody else. Yes. Where is that savage? <laughs> was he gonna, uh, yeah, we got to put it away before 10 because he's going to be here at 10. That's what he's right, he was talking about. He's like, I'm going to be there at 10. He's right, just coming for cake ads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frankie McDonald is online. Where is he? Uh, yeah, he's got us blocked, I think. Why does he still appear? Like, because he appears to us. <laughs> Let's get him on. Let's get him on a conference call. Given the weather. It's come rain. He's a fucking retard. He's a good egg. He's bigger than us. I gotta actually buy beer next week because I've just been drinking this whiskey. Did you it's fucking silly. finish it? I probably, I think I'm almost done a bottle of uh, fucking Winsard. How many do you have back up? I still have one in an open bottle. Ah, that's too many. That's one too many. Mm. Open it now and just chug it. <laughs> just drink the whole fucking thing. That would be alcohol poisoning. Oh, yeah. That would be the wisest decision ever. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh John Quayar. I booked him for, was it next week? He just said, how's your tooth? Because I told him when I was booking him. I'm like, bro, I got this fucking tooth. He's a doctor, I think. He's a comedian, absolutely. But I think his day job is a doctor. Really? I didn't know that about John. I think so. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I probably just fucked everything up. But no, he's never going to talk to us again. Quit being a bitch and pill me up. Rob Slim Show. Okay, it's Jerry. Jerry. All right. What's We're up, just dude? waiting for Dave. Where's Dave? Dave. He's calling right now. Cool, dude. Right. Cool, man. Oh, there, there he is. is. Dave. We'll see. At the group. Dave. Hey. What's up, dude? Perfect. Much better, guys. Oh, good. 
Cool, cool. Now, you guys, your show, the Bad Cop, Bad Cop show, is fucking awesome. I checked out an episode earlier today. Yeah, thank you. No Thanks problem. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Not a problem. I love to when I first uh, contacted you and and I asked you know what your guys' names was. You said Jerry just sounds like a real Philadelphian, and uh, Dave just laughs hysterically. <laughs> and that is that's dead on, bro. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you kind of remind me a little bit, Jerry, of like a Devito the way the way you talk, man. Yeah, you know, is that a hype remark? Because I don't need your shit. All right. <laughs> Okay. I mean, furthermore, I have a fuck of a lot more hair than Danny. <laughs> I don't. And I'm considerably better looking. <laughs> I'm not married to Rhea Perlman. <laughs> Why not? So what's going on, guys? What's up, guys? You guys are, in, are you guys in Jersey? Yeah, oh, we're no. by AC. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> not that far. No. I was gonna say probably about forty minutes. Yeah. What uh? Well, how long have you guys been doing a show for? Yeah, oh, we just uh, did episode sixty-eight, so it's about you know year and a half. Nice. How do you guys know each Ish. other? Uh, me and Jerry just kind of hang out together, and uh, we we been friends for what four four years, four or five years. I've never been friends with Slim, and we've done a show for about three. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you guys been doing your show? Uh, well, four well, years, four. Uh, three years on this show, and we did another show before this. Oh, okay. So, yeah, four years. Cool. So, so now you guys do one show a week, right? And it's like a marathon. Yeah. 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 How, that, how, how many do you three guys do? No, just we one. do one, but we, we we try to keep it under two hours. Yeah, no. Yeah, I need... I need Four and a half. Yeah. Four and a half. Well, we're sitting here for four, but it always comes out to about uh, three and a half. Three and change. Three something like that. Now, are you, do you, you guys do everything live? Yeah. Yes, we do. Oh, well. <laughs> do you guys, do you, we, there's no way we could. I mean, I guess we could do live, but it's tough finding the time. Yeah. Like, that's suitable for to have people tune in. Yeah. Like, our schedules just don't work. Yeah. I, you just go for it, man. I mean, it's, just, it's, do you guys do, like, consistent? Are you, you know, same time every week that you meet up? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's pretty much uh, Wednesday afternoon, like, 1 o'clock. Yeah. I would just go for it. Fuck it. People but are listening. Definitely people end before we start because I don't want anyone taking our listeners, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a, do you guys Do you guys edit heavily or... We used to, and then uh, yeah. as the show, as we kind of, we hit our stride, and, and once we, we finally got, you know, we, we I, I put like like an intro, like a, like a previous type thing, like yeah. previously on, you know, I, 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 I put that together, and then uh, uh, and I just throw like a, like an outgoing track, like, mm. like music, that's it, cool. so, and everything's just kind of solid in the middle. Cool. I don't really edit much. Nice. Yeah, I love the uh, some of the topics you guys touch on, like chinks getting manly and trannies making prison sex fun again. I'm like, these guys, these guys are great. <laughs> yeah, well, well, part, of it, 
part gotcha. of it is that, that we we just we we really don't give a shit what anybody <laughs> thinks. Ah, so I like that. if we say manly chink and we talk about trannies, you know, if you have a problem with it, you have a problem with it. I don't have yeah. a problem with it. Exactly. Oh yes. I agree. Are you guys real cops? Because I went to your about you guys on your website. No. All right. No. no. <laughs> and there was no. nothing. Just, the, the concept is, is very simple. Uh, <laughs> if, uh, if you remember the, from the bad 70s and 80s cop shows, they, they would always haul the teenage kid in and put him in a room and sweat him for a while. One cop would go in and go, Hey, buddy, just tell us what you know. Yeah. And when he didn't break, the other guy would come in and jack him up against the wall and say, you're going to fucking tell us, man. <laughs> well, our thing is you both. that if you, yeah, we're, bo- we're both bad cop, and if you come to us and ask us a question, you're going to get an asshole answer from either one of us. Yeah, there's no good cop. I like that. Right. I like that. That, I like that about our show, too, because, like, uh, one of my buddies, Ryan, was, like, listening to us, and he said, sometimes Slim could be the, the meanest of all of us, like, because I, I never realized that. Like, yeah, we're, we all step up to the plate to be the asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, I was listening to one to whatever, your, your latest episode, I guess, mm. uh, yesterday, and it's, uh, there, there's no question in my mind now, now I, one one issue that I have with you guys, before I say that, <laughs> is that you never announce who anybody is. And I would have to listen to like 10 episodes before I realize who anybody is. That's Who's it. the one with the real deep voice? Rob? Uh, Slambo? I don't know. <laughs> Slambo, he's got a growly voice. No, no, you. Rob, yeah, that's me, Rob. Rob, okay. All right, well, Rob. Uh, Rob... <laughs> Is the, the the straw that stirs the drink, and okay. I think that everybody kind of uh, works off of yeah. where you start things. Am I correct? Yeah, Absolutely. pretty much. Yeah. There you go. So you got a good formula going, and cool. and I've, I've completely forgotten where I was going with this because I got off on a side tangent there. So next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Presidential election, inauguration. What's going on with that? (laughs) (laughs) Do you really want to talk about that? No. Did you guys beat it to death tonight or not? No, we did. We talked earlier because, dude, everything in the fucking news for the past week is just, just that. And Madonna's (laughs) Madonna's speech. Did you see that piece of shit? Did you guys listen? Me and Jerry touched on a little bit. We just, we actually just did ours. Number sixty-eight. We just put that out today. But uh, did you guys listen to Ashley Judd? No, no. Oh I God. don't even know who do, that is. Do, do yourself a favor and listen to Ashley Judd at that women's march. <laughs> oh my God, she's she's fucking insane. She's, she's absolutely crazy. She was saying shit like we traded a Hitler mustache for a toupee, and <sighs> she was just she was going crazy, dude. Like, I... Yeah. Madonna's insane. Oh fuck! She said bomb the and White House, and she's hideous. Yeah, hideous. She's a fucking hag. She's so goddamn old now. It's like just, just, uh, just an old whore, man. Just an old no fucking whore. whore. That's all she is. Oh, I thought she was a but fucking me, London. I thought she was a really. What's that? Has been the the story of the week really has been the the million woman or whatever the hell they were calling it the, the women's march. Yeah, because. 
these were broads and men, by the way, yeah. who were completely unhinged. <laughs> I they had a, they had one up here. We're in Reading in Pennsylvania. Okay? Yeah. Um, they had one up here. It was about two hundred or two hundred and fifty people. And you had to see the band of misfits that these motherfuckers were. I mean, there was everything from ultra feminists wearing, you know, uh, uh, what are the sandals? Crocs? The burger, the burger socks. Yeah, the burkies. Okay. Wearing the burkies. To, there was actually a dude who was like mid uh, transition and he had gigantic titties and a beer belly and everything. I got him on video. We gotta put the video up. But it was such, such a conglomeration of assholes that it made me sick to be standing in the middle of it. Oh, what the fuck? Just the biggest pieces of shit. We saw one video or a story, Slim Fat, about transgenders were offended yeah. because they had the cat hats on and that meant you had to have a pussy to be a woman. You could also have a dick, I guess, and be a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in that case, <laughs> we're all women now, are we not? <laughs> right? We're all. It, hear it, us roar. It was a very oppressive message they were saying. Yeah. <laughs> How did society get so upside down? I don't know. <laughs> no we fucking regress. And all the infighting, too. It's like one politically correct group is fighting against another politically correct group. <laughs> <laughs> At least it gets them off our backs. Yeah. It's hilarious. I mean, I, all I can hope is that you know Trump just straightens everybody out. Yeah, I'm mean, hell to do oh, right. Everybody uses the right bathrooms. There's only two genders again. I, that's all <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping for, bro. I can see that because he's very conservative. He's, he's very, very yeah, uh, very religious. Very apparently. yeah. <laughs> I just want a little fear in people. Like, yeah. put that fear back. So that God fear. Yeah, <laughs> I want a little God fear back in everybody. Doesn't have to be fear. All it has to be is be yourself. Just be all right, teacher. Exactly. You don't, don't. You fucking. You you racist. You voted for Trump. We did a story too about fucking Larry King's fucking windows getting smashed in on his car just because. He was a he voted for Trump or something like what what the fuck and everybody just being shitty to uh, Trump's ten year old Trump's ten year old son bro they're being shitty to <laughs> come on we're just I don't know I don't know what happened <laughs> Obama yeah the kid should be off the, the kid should be off off limits off the radar but, right you know as long as long as they've opened it up. I mean, let's, let's start going after their kids. Yeah. Fucking Madonna. Does Madonna have any spawn? I, I heard she had a couple cysts, I think. <laughs> I think uh, I think in hindsight, this is actually good, though. This is like showing that these people who masquerade as the good guys are actually just fucking fucked up. But no, <laughs> fuck you, because you don't go along with their mob mentality. You're the asshole. Uh, man. I know. That's... I think people are starting to realize. I'm not. You're an asshole. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I think their true colors are starting to show. I think your true colors are showing you racist bag of shit. <laughs> I... Well, that was inflammatory, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't hate the blacks. I just don't like them. No, I'm just I just don't hate the tans. I hate the tan. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. <laughs> what are you trying to say? You, you don't hate the blacks. You just don't like the color. Right, right. That's it. Like, I'd prefer white. <laughs> 
White is a the prettier color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as the blacks are white, they're good. Right? <laughs> That's it. That's all it is, man. <laughs> I mean, I'll white has always. Of it for you. What, what, right, the... man. I mean, white. Man, Jerry, I think I think uh, I think we found a, a show that's more racist than us. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. Like the the white hat guys were always the good guys. Black hat is bad guys. So. <laughs> Yeah, oh but, my but the key God. Hair, I know, that's what the I'm saying. Bro. Is hats. I'm feeling <laughs> it for Yeah, not hoods. Not hoods, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen the new Magnificent Seven movie? A black guy is the hero. No, I've not seen that yet. Bits and pieces of it. It's, <laughs> it's that's definitely fiction. <laughs> something, something tells me you guys are going to be pissed off by the end of that. <laughs> is it as good as Django? Django Unchained. Oh, well, you probably like the prequel, Django Chained. Like <laughs> <laughs> Django Unchained sounds like a horror movie. Why'd they let him go? It was a problem. <laughs> yeah, Django Unchained, that was all right. But uh, the prequel world was better. The prequel was much better. <laughs> That was a family. The prequel was a family movie. That was a good, yeah, old, good old-fashioned family movie. The Chained. <laughs> what the pre prequel was even better. That was called Django Chained to the Bumper of the '57 Ford. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what is what is in store for the Bad Cop Bad Cop Show? Well, um, well, I'm sorry, Mister. What's in store for you guys? What do you have planned for your next show? Well, uh, I have not started putting it together just yet. But it will be madcap. It will be... It will not be racist. I mean, I've, I've, I've turned over a new leaf after talking to you guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't think you can go back after this. <laughs> it, it, it really be, actually we do we are going to have a song parody next week cool yes. that 47 minutes ago nice I'm sorry I had to interrupt because our intern who's supposed to be here is apparently uploading things to Facebook instead of being on our show He's yeah he's hunting boars bro <laughs> is that Lamborghini yeah it's Lamborghini. <laughs> it's Lamborghini he went away a few weeks ago and never came back he's home now but he's too busy uploading pictures on Facebook to <laughs> Come sit down and do our show. Like a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> Fire his ass. <laughs> we tried that. He just didn't show him back up. Call know. him and, and let let Bad Cop Bad Cop fire him. <laughs> Let's put him on. <laughs> All right, hold on. Give me a second here. Tell him to tear himself away from his, from his little like gay recent, Facebook moment. Recent numbers I put in? Like, where's... No. You don't know, have a recent... I don't know. Oh, there we go. There we go. It's one of these. Here it is. Yeah, call everybody. Call one. every guest tonight. Today at 538. Okay. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to our... song parody on our, next, right. on our next show. Because cool. Dave is in the middle of a weight loss thing, and we've come up with an idea for it. Nice. What is it going to be about? Just weight loss? Uh, in essence... It's going to be called Eye of the Tubby. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He probably won't answer, bro. He didn't answer earlier when we called. Yeah, he's a pain in the ass. <laughs> should know by now it's us calling. Yeah, he's probably... They, they can leave a voice message for him, though. Yeah, you guys can fire him through voicemail. Okay. 
right. Hello. Yeah, this is good. You have reached the cell phone of Peter Morrow Gentile Jr. <laughs> I cannot answer the phone right now, but if you leave your name and your number, I promise you I will get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. Have a nice day. Hey, Lambo. At the tone, oh, oh, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Lambo. Could your voice be more monotone? There's a question for you. No? Anybody there? Am I out? I'm Peter. Peter Moore. What the hell's his fucking name? <laughs> Peter Morrow what? Gentile. Gentile? Gentile. Is he a one of the Italians? Shouldn't it be Gentile? Is that his deal? That is his deal. Okay. So, so Peter Lambeau, listen. This is Jerry and Dave from the Bad Cop Show. These two guys are, are like the, the second biggest pussies in the world after us, and they can't tell you, but they want to fire you because you're too busy being a little girl and uploading pictures of from Facebook, from your uh, gay cruise down to uh, the Bahamas. <laughs> so they wanted us to fire you. So much like Donald Trump would say, you're fired. <laughs> you can go to their show if you want, Slambo. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> We're busy with our own Facebook picture upload. We need him in on that song. He doesn't even put our pictures up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hang up on him yet? No, uh, I, I think I so. I think so. Okay. Uh, David Jerry, you guys are awesome. Yeah, thanks for having us. Anytime, man. Where can everybody find you guys? Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, uh, you can find us at badcop, badcopshow.com. We're on Facebook. We're also on Instagram, and our Twitter handle is at Real Bad Cop Show. You can hear our show in a host of uh, streaming places, including Radio Vegas Rocks, Podcast Radio Network, the Sling Slings and Dingalings uh, Radio Network, and uh, there's another one. What's the other one, Dave? Cave Crow. Cave Crow. Cave. There we go. Awesome. That's it. All right, buddies. Thank you so much. Have a good one, guys. Right Thanks on. Thanks for having gentlemen. Anytime. Fuck yeah. That's a show. That you can't a... even have Peter Morrow Gentile call. Finish us. <laughs> sign us out. We could have... Uh, Sammy, come here. Kit Kats or the cat? Yeah, you just seen the cat's been vibrating all over you? <laughs> he has been vibrating all over me. I don't know. It's a weird thing he does. He just vibrates. Because they're excited. They get all, like, jerky. <laughs> now he doesn't want to come by you? Nah, I don't blame like, him. You. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll see you next week. In five minutes. With nobody. Come on next week. Listen. Subscribe iTunes, all that shit. Whatever yeah. the fuck you do. Live. All that stuff. Hopefully. What uh what do I got here? What do I got? What's I looking for? Where's uh one thing I have is Pete signing us out. And here we go. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, Lamborghini. <laughs> Lamborghini. Lambo.
Lambo. <laughs> that was funny. That was an awesome show. Yep. Okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down.